It's Friday night, and time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther football. football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 Sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Panther fans, once again, it's Friday night. It's uh, actually state semifinal night tonight uh, here in Manhattan. Coach Clark, it's kind of like deja vu. First game of the season we play Manhattan. Now we're playing them in semifinals. Uh, talk to us a little bit about last week's Washburn Rural game, uh, your special teams and your offense, and we'll let Coach Wietrich talk to us about his uh, defense. You know, going into the game special team-wise, uh, we, we felt like Washburn Rural was very well coached up in special teams. I, I think we may have mentioned that before um, before the game in our, our pregame interview last last week. But uh, and and they did a good job. Uh, they they did a really good job against us. Uh, our special teams, you know, they uh, kickoff was was I'd say average. Uh, kickoff return, you know, they they did some uh, just just kind of pushed it to us and, and stuff. And uh, our punt team, which, you know, hasn't been on the field that much. We asked him, you know, we asked our punter to, to punt. He got off some good punts, had had one. The, his first one wasn't so good, but uh, um, some of it wasn't his fault because we weren't protecting that well. So uh, uh, our punt team has to be, you know, on point this game. Uh, we got to get the long stats back. We got to catch the ball. And we got to get a, uh, protect the punter. And uh, obviously we got to get downfield and uh, tackle the returner. So, uh, and then punt return, uh, they, they did a different. Uh, they had a different punt team, so we we were more worried about the fake than, than anything. So our, our punt return team uh, did okay. I, I think Dylan Fair caught the ball one time and uh, uh, did a decent job. But uh, you know, special teams, uh, I wasn't too excited about it. But uh, hopefully, we can correct that uh, this this week. Um, offensively, I thought our offense played. Um, Okay, uh, probably the best defense we've seen all year. Uh, might be one of the best defenses we see, you know, throughout the year. Uh, they had four, in my mind, almost Division One linebackers. You know, when when you're sitting out there with six four, six two, six two, and six one, and all above two hundred pounds, and you know, some of them two twenty, two twenty five, and we're asking uh, Talon Nil play tight end at one fifty and uh, block block a two twenty guy. You know, I mean, there's only so much you can do. You know, the the law of gravity kind of takes in there, and uh, those guys were good. Uh, their D line, they had one D in that was just amazing, um, that abused us uh, the whole game. Their nose played well. Um, I, I thought Austin Hediger actually had one of his better games. If you want to talk about most improved uh, kids on the offense, uh, I, I think Austin's probably one of those guys. And uh, um, their their other D end was was big. He was two eighty, you know. And uh, you know our tackles are you know two two twenty, you know, um, two forty. So uh, um, I mean we had, we had a tough time, but uh, um, I thought overall they they played well. We you know we we passed the ball pretty well. I, I think our passing percentage was was up, and uh, you know uh, we lost Brock Zerger in the third quarter, um, and he's kind of the the kind of the the, the steady captain of, of our offense. You know he's always just steady. He never gets too emotional. He's just always there. He's never too up, never too down. Um, had a had a, a tough tackle on him. About three or four guys wrap him up and uh, broke his leg. He had surgery on Monday. And, uh, you know, that was a devastating blow to, to our offense. But uh, they rallied around uh, um, after, after that. And, uh, you know, I, I thought our kids, kids did all right. So overall, you know, a win in the playoffs is a win. And that's all you ask for. And that's what I told our kids. I, I wasn't too happy the way we played. Uh, but, you know, the, a win is you move on. A loss is you don't move on. And that's what we want. Our, our ultimate goal is just to keep winning. Hey, uh, good to be with you guys tonight here in Manhattan. Uh, hope you guys dressed warm, right? You guys going to be okay? <laughs> uh, 
defensively, you know, I thought our guys came out and executed our game plan, you know, as as we asked them to do it. You know, we had to because of the way they run their offense, because they had um, all their zone RPO schemes. You know, they make you defend the run and the pass almost in every play. You have to defend the entire field, which meant that you know we had to change some things we did in the coverage in the back end. Um, how we kind of taught our linebackers how to play coverages, um, and we had to switch it up a whole lot. So it took a whole lot of communication. It took a whole lot of those guys um, last week looking into game plan, doing their work in the film, studying the install, um, and knowing their their scouting report. And those guys did a great job. Um, you take away that that drive going into halftime, you know, and our guys our guys played a really good defensive football game. Um, once again, I think our D line continues to get better and better. I think they're growing. They're getting they're getting more physical. They're they're playing fast. Um, all three of those guys, Hopper, uh, Davis, and uh, Sam, all those guys um, had really good games for us up front. They were a huge problem for the O-line and allowed our, allowed our linebackers to run free and make plays. Um, so those guys up front were, were huge for us, and they're getting better and better, and we're going to need them tonight for sure. You know, If we want to come out of here with a victory tonight, um, those guys got to play big like, they, they, like they've been doing. Backers, you know, Miles. Miles in the middle has been a monster all season. Um, he's continuing to be the man, being the leader up front for us. You know, I don't know how many tackles he has on the season, maybe a trillion, I don't know, uh, but a lot. You know, then we got Pasquale. Pasquale, earlier in the year, we could didn't have him because of hamstring issues, but he is getting healthier and healthier, and he's playing really good football. Um, so those two in our middle middle backs are doing great. And then Roman's getting better and better. He's having really good, really good games. And then uh, you got uh, Garrett. On the other outside, those guys are just, are, are just reliable. You know, Garrett's super reliable. Does anything you ask him to do, he's doing great. And then our in our back end, our back end guys, safeties and corners, did a good job. You know, there wasn't, uh, you know, they by, by no means read us out getting, you know, defeated in the air in the past. So our guys did a good job there. Um, so couldn't be more proud of our guys last week and how they played. Um, expect those guys. I mean, they're all, they're all pumped up. They're excited. But they know this week's a different monster, different install, different offense, right? So um, we got some different things tonight We got that are a challenge for us. We're going to go out there and do our best, and our guys are locked in. Well, it's nice to be up here with you guys tonight. I mean, this, this is probably pretty warm for you right now, but you're going to get cold here in a little bit, and we're going to stay warm. But anyway, you know, you guys both refer to uh, game plans uh, and, you know, Kind of let us know what it's like to install a game plan from start to finish. I'll, I'll give it to either one of you, or uh, you know, just well, it looks like we're going to have Coach White Weetrick take care of that for us. But anyway, just let us know how you install a game plan. You know, Friday night usually it starts with us breaking down our own game. You know, we're going to break down our own game from our opponent on Friday night. Um, once we get that broke down, you know, all of us coaches by position are going to send out send out correction notes to their position, you know, and all that stuff. But then after that, you know, the fun stuff really happens. You know, this is kind of the fun part about high school football. The fun part about football is all the game planning, the prep. Um, so then we'll exchange films, and then we can get our hands on if we can get our hands on some additional films um, from other from other teams or whatever. You know, the more films, the better. You know, because the more films you get, you get to see all their formations, you get to see the plays. So we'll go through and watch all their games. We'll chart all their games. We'll have all the data on their games, you know, as far as what formation, what play, where on the field they're at, what down and distance, um, what was the backfield set, you know, all stuff like that. Run to the strength, run, run away from the strength, you know, to the field, away from the field. You know, as much data as you can imagine, um, we try to look at, we try to figure out tendencies, you know. Then w- once we figure out tendencies, um, we look at kind of their, their personnel, you know, who are the best players on the team? Who are the best players on, on the offense? Who do we got to stop? You know, what are the top plays, top players? And we kind of go from there, you know. We kind of call them our, their poisons, you know. What are the poisons on this offense? What are the guys that can absolutely hurt us? You know, what plays, what players are going to hurt us? We call those the poisons, and we start from there. You know, we, we address those poisons. Um, we talk about how we're going to defend them, how we're going to stop them. 
the de- defensive staff, you know, the whole staff gets together on on Sundays after all day on Saturday, um, doing our own independent work and independent film watching and note taking. And then on Sunday, we'll get it up all on the board and we'll draw everything up and figure out how we're going to defend it. And, you know, and cuss and discuss and all that. And you know, sometimes it goes late on Sundays, but uh, but it's fun. That, that's the fun part. You know, that's the fun part about football. You know, the fun part about football is the scheming and the chess the chess game that happens and making sure you get your guys um, in a good position. Like n- nothing feels better than when you have. You know, a bunch of young kids who don't, you know, a lot of times the players don't see the big picture. They don't see the whole scheme. But when you give a team that buys into it, the coaching, they go out there and execute. It's really, it's really fun to see a good game plan come together. Coach Clark, you touched a little bit on Brock Zerger going down Friday night. Uh, we know that uh, Braxton came in, played well. Uh, we watched him play in JV, he played well. How does a game plan change going into tonight's ball game with uh, a different quarterback? And, and how do you scheme these guys up that way? You know, not, not much is going to change. Uh, uh, we, we've been scheming up. I mean, to be honest, uh, after week one, you know, we, we sat there on the field uh, talking to the kids, and we told the kids, you got to earn a chance to, to play these guys again. And we knew they were very well coached and very, very talented football team. And uh, um, our, our kids, you know, rise to, uh, rose up and uh, um, met the challenge. And, and here we are playing them again for the second time. And that, that's kind of what we wanted. You know, as I'm talking to the team on the, uh, on the field after the game against Manhattan, and I just had them look at them, I said, just, just look at this, guys, and remember this. You know, they're doing backflips on or D, they're taking selfies, they're doing all that, which is totally fine, you know. Let them celebrate. And I, I, I told those kids, our, our team, just just remember this feeling right now, okay? And let's uh, let's let's earn the right to return that feeling to 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 them, you know, in the opposite way. But uh, um, uh, as a as a coach, uh, I know in the back of our mind, we we knew we would have to go through Manhattan if we want to get to our ultimate goal, which is to to get to state and to to win a state title. So, um, a lot of the stuff we've been doing has been game planning against Manhattan. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we have installed this week has been installed, you know, five, six, seven weeks ago, and uh, some of it we've shown that we've had to, to to beat two very good teams that that we played the last two weeks. But uh, a lot of it's kind of been held, in, you know, and just waiting for the chance of a, of a rematch with Manhattan. And so uh, um, we're, we're super excited about this. We've uh, we've been wanting this, and uh, it, it finally came. We really haven't been I, – I haven't been talking about Manhattan to the team, you know, uh, each and every week since, since then. But uh, they have been in the back of my mind. I know they've been in the back of all our coaches' minds too. So secretly we've been scheming them up. And, uh, uh, you know, they came out week one. In week one, you know, you you, you want to execute a game plan. They they executed a state championship game plan. I mean, they had us schemed up. Uh, our our defense coaches did a great job. The stuff they 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 did on week one we weren't prepared for i mean it was it was a whole new offense it wasn't the regular manhattan offense so our coaches did a good job holding them to whatever whatever they had 20 26 points you know and uh um but you know what they've shown it all all year now now we've got 11 games of that and and we're able to scheme up 11 games on uh on their offense and same same thing defensively you know with our shifts and motions and how they defend it uh, and they've been kind of doing the same stuff uh um throughout the year to other teams too so now we know how how they're going to uh, possibly defend us and, and try to counter our, our strengths. So uh, um, it, it's good to have a lot of film on them. And uh, I feel way more prepared uh, this go around than, than week one. Our, I'll, I'll tell you, we got offensively, defensively, we, we got outcoached. And, and it wasn't because of, of 
I don't know. It was, it was basically because we we didn't know what they were going to do, and they prepared for us all summer. And we've always, you know, we've got this program where we run our stuff and we run it well. And uh, we always have a couple wrinkles, but our wrinkles usually come in the playoffs and not in week one. You know, coach. Again uh, tonight, we're playing Manhattan for a second time, and uh, you know, you, you go through any kind of sport, and, and they figure it's always tough to uh, beat a team the second time, and that's what we're coming into tonight. So, uh, uh, did you use that as any kind of motivation at all? You know, it is tough to beat a, a team a second time, but no, that that wasn't our motivation uh, for the kids. Our, we, we didn't have to motivate our kids this week, man. They they, they, they want this. I mean, it, they are highly motivated. Like Coach Wietrich said, our defense is. I mean, they've golly, it's it's just fun talking football with these kids in school. You know, when you got them in class, and are you ready? And they, you just, they look you straight in the eye and say, "We're ready, Coach. We're you know, we're we're excited for this." ball game and, th- and that's what you want them to say but you can tell in their eyes they are super confident that that they're, they're not going to let that happen again but uh um it, it's it's cool seeing how how motivated our kids are because exactly what i said earlier remember this feeling and, and look at that and keep that in your memory so you guys got to earn the chance they earn the chance and, and we're back now you know that's great i'm just going to interrupt here a little bit uh, that's great that you didn't have to use that as a motivation that these kids are already ready to go that's super Guys, that, that kind of brings us into tonight. We're here in Manhattan. We got Manhattan for the second time. Coach Clark, talked to us a little bit more about that offense and what, you, what you're going to do different tonight. We'll let, as well as your special teams and Coach Wietrich, I know he's ready for this uh, defensive game. Special teams-wise, we just got to be able to kick the ball and uh, you know put it in the spot, not, not leave our uh, kickoff team in, in you know, bad, bad position to where we have to cover both sides of the field. You know, we, we, we ask a lot of our kickers and, and, and punters, but uh, we try to you know pin them in a corner so uh, they don't have much room to to for, for the return game and we got it we got to be special on kickoff and uh, uh, on punt and uh, I think our punt return team needs to do a little better job I, I think coach DeVore did a really good job this week of, of getting them ready so I'm pretty excited about special teams and big games like this I mean you look at the two games we lost uh, a couple special team mistakes is is you know why? Why we we're, we're not eleven and zero uh, versus nine and two. Um, I mean, that's how important special teams are, and uh, our kids know that. So, so hopefully, uh, we're pretty special on special teams, and our, our kids know that. So, so I'm pretty excited to see our special teams play. And then offensively against their defense, you know, I said Washburn Rules one of the best. Best defensive we, uh, we've seen. Uh, Manhattan's right up there with them. They're, they're one or two. Okay. Uh, their linebackers are great. They've got big linebackers. They've probably got the two best corners we've seen in, on the same team. You know, they're, they're great cover guys. They're physical. They come up on the run. Uh, you know, they'll corner blitz a lot. They'll, they'll roll down to safety, and he'll get into the run game. And they did a really good job against us uh, uh, week one. And uh, um, we, we know we got our hands full. They're, they're pretty healthy. It looks like uh, almost all 11 guys that they played on defense are, are still playing. So, so uh, um, they they've got some weapons. They've got a good D line. They've uh, they're really really physical. Their nose is about I don't know. He's three hundred plus easy, and uh, um, he's got a quick quick uh, couple steps. You know, I mean, he he slants well and, and causes havoc. And they they ask him to plug up the holes in the middle, and he does a good job of that. And their DNs are pretty big too. So uh, we definitely got our hands full. But uh, um, our kids had a good week of practice, and uh, you know, hopefully we can rebound from from the way we blocked. Uh, you know, last week, and and we can uh, we we can block like we have been the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Man- Manhattan's offense. You know, we have the advantage now of uh, 
you know, we've played them once. You know, I, I do think there's, you know, defensively our guys, our guys know what to expect. You know, we go into a week one game against Manhattan, you know, there's always kind of the unknown, whole new season, week one. There's always sorts of, all sorts of stuff you don't know. You know, what do you prepare for? What are they going to come out in? Um, now we have, a, we have a season of them on film. Um, we have the experience of playing them. Um, and then uh, we have the unfortunate situation that we lost week one, and our guys are very motivated by that. So our guys are fired up, like Coach said. There's no, there's no doubt that our guys um, are motivated and ready to play. Uh, we're healthier on defense than we were week one. Uh, we're a lot more experienced than we are, you know, obviously now than we were in week one. So our guys are fired up. You know, Manhattan, they, they want to run the football. They're, they're a physical, physical team with a really good offensive line, um, and they want to use that offensive line. They want to run the ball. They want to run the ball. They want to establish physicality up front. Um, if they can do that, you know, they're, they're going to play action off it. They're going to do some quarterback run game. They're going to do some quick passing game off it, keep you off balance. Um, but they want to run the football. So for us, um, starts with our D-line, like we talked about earlier. Those guys have been playing really well. If they, can, if they can be a problem up front, if we can stop the run, force them into the pass game, um, that's going to be the advantage for us. I think it's going to be um, how we win this ball game tonight. But um, I, I let our defense, defense know all week, you know, it's going, to be, it's going to be on us. It's going to be on the defense, and our guys accepted that challenge. You know, obviously, if we can get stops, the more and more stops we get, you know, the more and more opportunities our offense has to score, and our guys get that. So no matter what happens, our defense is uh, they're going to be out there ready to go and up for the challenge. Well, Coach, uh, we're about ready to wind this up. You guys are going to get out of here and get out in the cold. But uh, before you go, talk to us about team health. Oh, team health. Like, like Coach said, our, our defense is uh, healthy. We, we got uh, DeMarie Baker out. Um, we thought we might get him back. He had to get an MRI. He finally got an MRI. And uh, um, just, just watching that play, we, we, we knew it was – it looked really bad when he hurt his knee. And, uh, but, but listen to the uh, trainers and, and uh, doctors. They, they thought he might be able to come back. But the MRI came back, and he had torn ACL. So, uh, I mean, he was wanting to come back. You could tell he was itching. He was like, I'm going to start practicing this week. We just got to read the MRI. If it's clear, I'm, I'm good. And um, that, that got shut down pretty quick this week. So, uh, um, you know, he, he's a good asset to have on, on defense. He's one of our, our better defense players. So so he's out. Uh, Caleb Brown's actually uh, back, uh, one, of, one of our tight ends. Uh, you know, we've had two tight ends out. and uh, uh, He's been out for three or four weeks. And uh, we actually were told. They thought he tore his ACL and ended up not being ACL, something else. And uh, um, he, he's been getting treatment and uh, um, t- taking some medication for that knee. And man, he looked he he looked pretty good this weekend in practice. Really proud of Caleb. And he, he you know, l- looking in his eyes when when they said you might have torn your ACL, I mean, it, it looked like you know, I mean, it, tears rolling down his face. He, you could tell how much it meant to to be out there with the guys, playing with him on Friday nights. And uh, I mean, he's a practice player too. He's going to give you a hundred percent effort no matter what and great kid so i'm very happy to see him back practicing and it, it brought a smile to my face this, this week just watch him out on the practice field and giving it all so it's not nice to have him back but but besides that you know we got brock and we, we talked about brock you know one of the greatest human beings on earth uh a great leader you know uh i, I told brock uh in front of the team uh i always tell people not to to share what what we talk about in the candlelight but i ended with uh some stories and and you know after listening to the kids talk i got up there and uh I thank Brock as a dad, not as a coach, for being a great role model for my son Braxton. You know, the backup quarterback. So uh, um, that, that's that's what I think about Brock. I mean, he's he lives life right. He's in, I mean, is going to give you a hundred percent. He's a team player. He's not a Brock Zerger player. He plays for the team. Um, you hate to see a guy go down like that. And 
you know, not 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 because he has such an impact on what he does on the football field, but what he does off the football field too. I mean, he he is just a great role model to all the young kids in our program. He is he is what defines Derby football. Guys like Brock Zerger. So it, it stinks not to have him. And you know, I I get teary eyed every every time I think about that. But uh, um, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, we, we can rise to the occasion with the offense and we can rally around and and get Brock Zerger the the goal that he wanted to end the season with with you know with without him playing quarterback but you know finish this journey you know finish it with with him on the sideline guys let's go out tonight get a victory and let's talk to you next saturday tender care offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features including cook centers pools and patios as well as irrigation install and repair find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416 tender care located at 219 south water street in derby a proud sponsor of a live 105 and Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita. 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com. Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Friday night Panther football on Alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at Tendercare Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Height Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, El Maguey Mexican Restaurant, Radio Shack of Derby, the Derby Informer, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, DMB Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, DNM Mechanical, Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, John Mendoza Photography, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, and La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. And now here's the Alive 105.9 play-by-play sports announcers Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. You guys come anytime. Good evening, Panther fans, and this is Doyle Phillips, and along with Kevin Payne, we're in Manhattan, Kansas tonight. Uh, this is the finals of the Western Bracket, the semifinals of the 6A state tournament, and Panthers will be taking on a Manhattan team that uh, defeated them in week one of this season. Well, Doyle, again, Friday night, football state uh, semifinal championship week. Uh, what else can you ask for? It is cold here in Manhattan tonight. 22 degrees uh, at kickoff, wind chills at 18 degrees. Well, I guess if there's any blessing, it's not real windy. No, no, that's going to save the kids. Well, it's not, the kids are okay. It, it'd be the, the spectators that have a bit of a problem with the weather, but uh, kids are okay. Yeah, other than that, uh, we're, we're excited for the game. Again, everyone that remembers we played Manhattan week one of the season. Doyle in that loss, the Panthers lost 26 to 23 in overtime. In that game, Doyle, both teams scored the least amount of points they've had all season long. Uh, again, that score was uh, 26 23. Since that time, uh, you know, Panthers had 275 yards total in that game. 244 on the ground, just 31 in the air. Well, some Panthers are going to have to make some changes tonight. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, but, you know, they've had all year to do it. Uh, they've had 10 games to get ready for this one if they were doing it. And this should be a good ball game tonight. Well, Manhattan in that ball game had 336 total yards of offense. Really balanced attack, 195 on the on the ground and 142 in the air. So kind of a balanced attack. And that's kind of what we expect uh, looking at them again tonight. Yeah, and and uh, they've got a good. They're well coached. They're coached up very well. They've they've got a lot of uh, pluses 
going for them so far. One is they're undefeated. Well, last week they beat uh, Wichita Northwest, who is a much improved team. They played them twice this year, but last week they beat Northwest 27-18 in that win. Manhattan, again, a pretty balanced offense attack like we saw against Derby. 159 on the ground, 162 in the air, while allowing Northwest 370 total yards, 298 on the ground, 75 or 72, excuse me, in the air. Duel, those are two issues that you got to kind of look at tonight. They gave up a lot of rushing yards to Northwest, and we know Dylan Edwards is very hard to stop. Yeah, I, I watched that whole game uh, on video, and uh, it, it was a good game to watch. And, uh, you know, Manhattan, they came out on top, but it was a whole lot closer than the first time they played. And as we all remember, the guy that you got to really watch for Manhattan, Keenan Shards, a 5'10", 170-pound senior. Doyle, this kid, uh, he hurt us in week week one of the season because he can throw the ball, he can run the football, and we've got to keep him inside the box. Yeah, he, he's the guy that gets this offense going. Uh, you know, he, it, there's no doubt if, if, if he has to, he'll put the offense on his back and run. Well, no doubt. DeAndre Auckland, another guy, he's got uh, over 1,000 yards on the uh, season, 15 touchdowns. So those are the two guys, yeah, and they got a lot of weapons, but those are the two guys that for Derby to have success tonight, we've got to be able to contain them. We've got to establish some sort of passing game for the Panthers. You know, we come in beaten up. We've been beaten up all season, but we come in with uh, Braxton Clark, the junior, leading the charge for the Panthers. And Doyle, he's had a good junior varsity season. His limited action in varsity, he's looked pretty good. And uh, I spoke to Braxton a couple times now, and he seems jacked up and ready for the task. Well, yeah, and, and you know, here, here's, I guess if it's a good thing about the injury, uh, it, as soon as he got hurt, it was Braxton's team. And, and mentally, Braxton's got to buy into that, and I think he has. And uh, you've talked to him two, three times. You know him much better than I do. And, uh, you, you're, you know, he seems to be locked in and ready to go out and do what he's supposed to do. Well, he's a 6'3", 170-pound junior, left-handed quarterback. And, Doyle, you're, you're spot on. Last week after the game was over, while our hearts were going out to Brock Zerger for being injured, you know, I looked at Braxton and kind of tapped him on the chest, and I said, you got this. And his comment to me was, oh, yeah, and he walked off. And you can see confidence in the young man. So, hey, he's on a big stage tonight, so he's got to be ready to perform. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, again, it's his team, and, uh, uh, you know, as they say, as he goes, so goes the team the quarterback so you know it'll be interesting to see how he does uh, you know because the kid's smart and you know he's, he's going to be taking over for a, a very good quarterback in Brock Zerger so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that well goes. Dylan Edwards needs to have a big game tonight and I know Dylan was a little bit banged up last week but I think you're going to see Dylan touch the ball an awful lot tonight he had a ton of yards against Manhattan in week one and a couple touchdowns called back yeah well, we're about three and a half minutes away from the start of, start of tonight's ball game, so let's get into our starting lineups. Uh, on the offensive side, one tackle freshman Max Robinson, 6'2", 250. The other tackle is senior Mitchell Johnson, 6'4", 240. The guards are senior Wyatt Jackson, 6'2", 250, and senior Kenai Indy, 5'8", 215. Center senior Austin Ediger, 6'1", 270. The wide receivers are junior Talon Neal, 5'10", 165, and junior Colton Rudy, 6'175", along with senior Nathaniel Keener, 5'10", 170, and senior Trayvon Rose, 5'10", 180. Quarterback tonight, as we've been talking, junior Braxton Clark, 6'2", 175. The running back is senior Dylan Edwards, 5'9", 165, and see in action back there will be junior Derek Hubbard at 5'8", 165. The specialist 
Kicker, Grady Jessup. The holder is Braxton Clark. Long snapper, Cade Shelton. And the punter is Camden Cooper. Now we get to the defensive side of the ball. The defensive line is junior Mason Hopper, 5'10", 190. Senior Samuel Same, 6'5", 215. And senior LaShawn Davis, 6'4", 248. Outside backers, senior Roman Bowden, 6'1", 190. And senior Garrett Hounchel, 6'1". 180. Your inside backers, senior DJ Spring, 5'11", 185, and senior Miles Wash, 5'11", 215. Quarterback, senior Kamari Geddes, 5'7", 150, and senior Elijah Vihill, 5'8", 160. Safeties are sophomore Easton Splane, 5'11", 170, and senior Cade Shelton, 6'200". And those are your starters as we have them. Well, Doyle, the uh, captains are all out uh, getting ready for the coin toss. And, you know, you, you look at both these teams and you got to think. And I, and I was fortunate to, enough to be able to talk to the kids last night. You know what? Every one of them likes the opportunity to come in. Whether you want to call it revenge, whatever you want to call it, they have the means tonight to avenge uh, that week season one loss. Well, they just flipped the coin, and everybody's looking down at it. It, It's looking to me like Derby won it. Uh, He's talking to him, and we're going to defer to the second half. So Manhattan will probably take the ball to start the game. Yeah, and that's a good sign initially that we win the coin toss and can defer to the second half. Well, again, we said there's very little wind here tonight. It looks like the Panthers are going to defend the uh, south end zone to start the ball game. Again, wind shouldn't be a factor, but it is definitely cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's below below freezing. It's 30 degrees and we've got some windows open up here all the lights are on and, and you can't <laughs> you can't hardly see the the lights see through them so we're kind of looking through our sh- window shadows when and it'll it's easier to see the field otherwise it's real glared well, this is a uh, old stadium. We've been here a couple different times. Seems like every time we come to Manhattan, it's cold here, and it uh, didn't disappoint tonight. I guess the the luxury is they did put in new windows. The last time we were here, there was no windows, and it was cold. They've got heat and air conditioning. So the the bad deal is there's one light that goes across, and everybody here is complaining that it looks like a mirror that you're looking at. It's really tough to see the field. An ugly mirror because I'm looking at myself. <laughs> but you know, it, and but that's all right. We'll we'll work through that. Uh, you know, the Panthers are going to be on defense, and, and so far, uh, well, the last couple games, maybe three, the Panther defense has played better than it has all year, and and uh, the last two games especially. And so maybe that's a plus because, uh, again, you know, we didn't we didn't play so hot to f- back in game one. We, we've had a lot of things go wrong, and now some things are coming right for us. Well, Doyle Derby's in all white tonight with the green numbers, and Manhattan in all blue with their white numbers. So, you know, Derby, we were kind of interested to see what uh, what uniforms the kids picked, but uh, they were your favorite, all white with green uh, green numbers. Well, that, that's Coach Clark calls them some kind of Star Wars character. Uh, I don't know. Some guard that wears all white clothes. That's what he called Whatever they are, I don't know what they are. But anyway, we're in all white with green numbers, and uh, we're ready to go. Jessup's, uh, he's putting the kick, putting the ball ready to kick at near side on the 40, near side hash. Looks yeah. like uh, Acklin, I believe it's Acklin, is back. He's the deep man for Manhattan. There's two more back there, but I'm sure they want, yeah, it is Acklin. I'm sure they want him to get the ball. And we're also being told that it's uh, Charles Morgan is also back there. But they're wanting Ackland to get the ball, so we'll we'll see 
how we do it to start this ball game. As he approaches, end over end is going to come down. Acklin at about the seven. He kind of hesitates a little bit, picks a hole, and he stopped just short. They'll probably mark it about on about the 20. Well, you're right. He hesitated after he got the ball in his hands. And, you know, I hate to tell you, young man, he's no Dylan Edwards. Dylan can hesitate and then turn on the Jets. Didn't turn out real well for him. So Panthers uh, do their job on that opening kick. And we got we got to tell you, folks, uh, there's, there's an NFHS station. I don't think that'll, well. NFSH station, two radio stations, and a whole bunch of people talking up here. So it may be hard to, may be hard to hear each other. <laughs> anyway, it's first and ten from the twenty. Sharts is he's the quarterback, and he's uh, well. I don't know what we're waiting on. Something football or something. The officials are yeah, that's what it was. They had, evidently they had the wrong football out there. Yeah, both teams usually that's pretty pretty normal that each team uses their own football. So had to wait on the ball boy for Manhattan to get their their football out. Anyway, it's going to be first and ten from the twenty. Sharts is the quarterback, and they're in kind of a uh, flex bone offense. They show motion to the far side, quick pass. It's complete for about two, maybe three yards on first down. Well, Doyle, that's one of the things that Manhattan did to us in week one of the season. A lot of dink and dunks, and that's something the Panthers are going to have to be able to come up and play. Well, I, I think they're probably uh, they're probably worked on that when. That was only a two- or three-yard game, but it was exactly what, what you said. That's what they did to us the first time we played, and it was seemed like most of the time it was to the quarterback's left, and that's where that pass went. Second and, second and seven, Sharts is, is the only one in the backfield, but I got a sneaking hunch he's going to hand it off to one of the wingmen. Acklin goes in motion. Sharts, and he's going to get hit. And he pitched it. Acklin got it. It's on the turf, and he recovered it about the 10. Doyle, you expect a whole lot more out of your senior quarterback. He was going to take the loss. He's very fortunate he didn't give the Panthers the football as he made an errant pitch and was able to fall on it. But a big loss for uh, Manhattan on that play. It's going to be third down and 19. Yeah, he was very lucky the Panthers didn't get the football. And, and I'm with you. He should have. He pit, tried to pitch it late, so Panthers need to play some pass defense because I'm suspecting we're going to see a pass from Charts. Panthers shifting their linebackers around a little bit. Motion. And they hand it off to Acklin, and he gets knocked down after about a two, maybe a three-yard gain, so Panthers are going to get the ball in good field position. Well, Panther defense really came up on that on that series and played tough. We had a good kick, good kick uh, coverage on the play, and Panthers forced Manhattan now to punt deep from their own territory, so Panthers should get excellent field position. Yeah, he's standing on the goal line, the punter is. Panthers return man. It looks like it might be Edwards. He's standing on the 43-yard line of Manhattan, so... If this is any kind of a punt, gets back to Dillon, it could be tough on Manhattan. High snap. Panthers nearly blocked it. It's going to be a short punt. Panthers are staying away from it. It's going to stop at about the 42, maybe the 44-yard line of Manhattan. Yeah, Panthers are going to have, like we said, excellent, excellent. 
position. Doyle, the one unit that's probably a little healthier than they were in week one is our defense. We've gotten some guys back, and I know Coach Wietrich looked at us, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday night at practice, and he says, you know, if I can just do a couple things, I feel pretty good about my defensive unit tonight. Well, they sure started out the right way, and you couldn't have, you, again, as I, I've said before, you couldn't have scripted a better start. Braxton Clark is the quarterback. Motion by the Panthers. Now Clark's going to go and get the signal, and I don't see the play clock. Oh, there's 13 seconds to go. Clark, pitch it back to Edwards, gets to the outside, and he gets knocked out of bounds after a couple-yard gain. Wasn't much there. Well, no, and Manhattan doing a good job of stringing that play out. Ran Edwards out of bounds on the Derby sideline after picking up about one. Yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting because, you know, again, like we talked on the way up here, Clark's got to run the ball. He, he, or they'll just they'll just let him go and and. Uh, Again, Clark pitch, good pitch, Edwards, and he's going to get knocked down for another short gain, and the ball's on the ground, Manhattan says they've got it, but the officials haven't. Yeah, that was was uh, another one-yard gain. Could have been a very dangerous play. Well, all, all I know is Edwards has had nowhere to run on his first two carries and I know you can shut him down but you can't turn him off but third down and long for the Panthers back to pass there's going to be a hold I'm sure this this is what killed the Panthers if it is a hold it's what killed the Panthers last time they played Manhattan let's see what the the line judge over here called because our guy our wideout started to stutter step forward and he didn't make any kind of call until the very end they're talking to Manhattan ineligible downfield wow fourth down Panthers have moved the ball two yards after that big defensive stand so, Coach Clark's asking what who was downfield. I think you got to figure maybe we're going to see, yeah, four down territory oh, for no, sure. No question. This is a, this is a big break for the Panthers to start the game. Ah, he brings in the punt team. So I think it's a game of field position tonight. So uh, you do see Cooper come in, come on. Well, I know I know that was not uh, not what the coaches wanted, how they wanted to start offensively tonight. Camden Cooper, pretty nice kick. It's going to be fielded at the seven, dropped about the eight. Good coverage, good punt by the Panthers. Well, Doyle, I, a little bit amazing that you figured that the young man was going to uh, call for a fair catch, but he doesn't. looks like uh, James Middlebrook was down pretty quickly to make the tackle. So, again, a game of field position. Both coaches playing the game. Well, that, that was, yeah. I, I don't know. that. Well, we might have saw that the last time. Both team, but I don't know back to back. Anyway, here we go. First and ten from the seven. They give it straight ahead. He's going to get hit and drop. Oh, maybe a yard, maybe two, depending on the spot. 
Well, so far, both teams have stayed really conservative, nothing too awful fancy. You know, I go back to Clark's, uh, you know, when, when we got the penalty, he threw a nice ball. It was just deflected, but, you know, I'm with you. You're going to have to be able to use that offense. You can't just count on Dylan Edwards tonight. Yeah, uh, well, if, if, if we do, then it's going to be a long night. Second nine. And quick pass in the flat, caught. First down, first down Manhattan. Just one of those little flat passes to the quarterback's left. Yeah, and if there's been an Achilles heel for Derby all season, Doyle, that's been that short pass. Boy, it's noisy up here. <laughs> we, we can't hardly hear each other talk. <laughs> we thought we'd be noisy. <laughs> first and 10 out at the 20 for Manhattan. Motion. And I think Derby's saying Manhattan might have moved, and, and so is the line judge. Yeah, it's a, so again, you know, you, if you're Manhattan, you got to get out of your end of the field. And Coach Clark played that to his advantage instead of typically you would have seen him go for that, that fourth and long. Instead, he kicks the ball down and pins Manhattan deeper into their own territory. Yeah, it was it was fourth and eight, and he's done that all year long. I, I was more surprised that he punted than that he didn't. First and 15, motion again. And they give it on a handoff. Ball's on the ground again. Ball's on the ground. Panthers have it. Panthers have it. Wow. Early in the ball game, we've got a turnover, and it goes Panthers' way. Doyle, that's twice now that Manhattan's put the ball on the ground. This time, Panthers came up with it. We've got to capitalize here. The ball lays on the 16-yard line of the Indians. Yeah, it looked like Shorts uh, faked the handoff and kept it, and uh, he either fumbled it or the Panthers hit him hard enough and just bopped it loose. Well, it makes that call by Coach Clark. Deciding to punt there looked that much better. Well, that's... It's going to be first and 10 Panthers, regardless, from, like you said, the 16-yard line. 7.20 to go, no score. A little bit of a reverse. Now straight up, no, nowhere for Edwards to go. It's He's pushing his way, might get back to the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get inside the... Yeah, he's going to pick up a couple on the play. And that was all Dylan Edwards just pushing all of the Manhattan guys backwards. Well, and again, uh, that was a little bit of a razzle-dazzle play, but... You know, Manhattan, they're, they're concentrating on number two. We've, we've got to, again, I, I say we've got to get Braxton Clark involved in the run game. Well, that was just a little bit more of a razzle-dazzle trying to pull Manhattan into uh, to Clark. Gets to the outside. Edwards is going to get inside the 10, inside the, down to about the, might be enough. No, it's not going to be quite a first down. It's going to be third and short. Well, Dylan Edwards did just what he likes to do. He kind of baited the Manhattan guy, and, and he stutter-stepped and then was able to turn on the Jets. He's going to come up about two yards short of a first down. Third down and three. So far, everything's been Dylan Edwards. Huh? So far, everything's been Dylan. Yeah, everything's been Dylan Edwards. Again, Edwards. He might, depending on the spot, it's going to be real he, he, he close got to the a first, first down. Have a Manhattan guy down. It looks like their nose man. It looks like like 99, I, I thought. Well, again, based where he's sitting the ball, it's got to be a first down. 
Well, based on what the – yeah, it's, it's, it's first down. First and goal, Panthers should be. I was looking over on the other side where the, where the sticks were, but we have a Manhattan guy down that uh, may be down for a little while. <laughs> While we got a break in the action, let's give a shout-out to our game night sponsors. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, and DNM Mechanical. If you're in any of these businesses, tell them you heard their ad on Friday Night Football on KDKQ 105.9. Well, Doyle, as we say every week, we really appreciate all those game night sponsors. They, they bring this to us. And so, again, all the Derby citizens, uh, please stop in there. Tell the guys you heard it so that we can continue these broadcasts every week. Yeah, it, it's, it's, real, it's real good that, uh, it's real good that uh, these guys allow us, and I say allow us because they, they make it possible for us to bring these ball games to you. It's going to be first and goal from the six for the Panthers. Again, Dylan Edwards is about all we've seen so far out of the Panther offense. First and goal, Panthers. No score. Again, they give it to Edwards. Makes a couple guys miss. Pushing, pulling. He's try- He might have got in for the touchdown. I think he ended up getting yes, touchdown. Doyle, that again was a lot of Dylan Edwards as he kind of danced his way in. You know, again, this is a kid that weighs about 165 pounds, and he is literally pushing this Manhattan defense an extra two or three yards. He, he was stopped cold, Kevin, at the two-yard line, and he pulled. It, he pushed him into the end zone. Absolutely. Just a... All-important extra point now. Panthers lead 6-0 with 6.20 to go in the first quarter. Jessup is on the kick. It's up, and it's good. So with 6.26 to go, Panthers take 7-0 lead in tonight's ballgame. Well, and again, so far it's been Dylan Edwards. I think Braxton threw the ball one time in the first series we had it. It was incomplete. Short of that, it's been all... Dylan Edwards, and we knew that coming in that Dylan was going to be the workhorse, but Doyle, no more, you know, his cuts and his moves are great, but the strength he's showing for his weight pushing Manhattan backwards is impressive. Yeah, it's pretty. he's had a pretty good game so far, but again, like, like we talked on the way up here, we're going to have to have more than him to be able to beat this good of a team. Well, defensively, we looked pretty good starting tonight's ball game. We knew that, you know, week one, we had never seen any tape on Manhattan. You know, everyone usually typically gives that up. I know the coach has talked about it, and they said, you know, it was frustrating to them that Manhattan wouldn't turn any film over. But uh, after you played this many games, you've seen plenty of Manhattan. You know what you're going to be faced with. Well, these guys are good. They're, no, they wouldn't be 11-0 if they weren't if they didn't have a good team. And it's it's going to take... It's going to take more than just number two, I think. We're going to have to we're going to have to expand our offense a little bit. Well, you know it's going to be a battle. You, as you said, you got the two best teams on this side of the bracket. You know that they're both here to finish the game. Panthers lead this one seven zero. They've jumped out on top, and uh, now Jessup's kicking again. Ackland is the middle receiver. And that's who they want to have the ball. 
And it looks like if it stays, it's going to be out of bounds. So Manhattan's going to get good field position. Boy, Jessup's kicked a lot of those this year. And uh, it gets gives teams very good field position when you... You know, you got to get a kind of a kick out of uh, out of this as as Jessup runs, and you know any kicker, you know they don't want to face that head coach if they kick the ball out of bounds. And Jessup kind of started running to the far sideline, like I don't want to hear it. But yeah, he, uh, I, I know that wasn't the plan there. No, it, I don't think it ever is. Uh, and that thing went out of bounds at the ten yard line. It, you know, it was it was on its way out as soon as it left his foot. We we both know how good a kicker he is, and. and but he has he has made those little mistakes quite a bit this year. They give it to Acklin. He gets hit and dropped for about a half yard loss. And and well, this defense looks a whole lot different than it did in week one. We've made a lot of changes, and you know they're forcing. They've really shut down the Manhattan run game so far. Well, the changes we've made are guys getting healthy. I mean. Gosh, I don't even think we have all of our players that are healthy yet. We're still, we're still having non-starters on that side of the ball, probably three or four at least. So, but I guess they're getting experience. Seven-zero Panthers. Five fifty to go. First quarter. Motion goes Ackland back to pass. Quick, quick pass. Now he's going to mid-screen. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Pass was low. I don't know whether it was, right, caught. it was caught, but it was caught right at the line of scrimmage. So they don't pick up anything. So now they're back in that third and long situation. Third down and ten. And uh, again, that was just a quick pass, uh, which is what I think it's what Manhattan has, makes their living on. At least what I've seen of them is those quick, short. Four and five yard passes. Well, we know the Panthers have to to, to have success tonight. They got to close out on some of those third down situations. Second down, third down and ten from the 20, 35. Panthers showing blitz. They got motion out of Manhattan. Now it's an option. Cutting inside is Sharts, and he's going to get hit. And he's going to pick up four. He's not going to get near what he needs for a first down. Well, Sharks wanted to stay outside. It wasn't there, so he tried to cut back against the grain. He picked up three or four on the play, but it's going to bring up fourth and long. Sharks got up very slow that time. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fourth and six from the 39-yard line. You, I think Sharks will also punt but I'm, I'm not positive of that. Well, you're but right. He got up very slow. They're, they're, they're lined up like they're going to go for it. It's fourth and six. Now they're going into punt formation, it looks like. Panthers are just going to let it go. They moved. And he's going to punt it. It's going to roll down inside the 20, about the 19, maybe the 18-yard line. Panthers didn't buy into the pass. It looked to me like Manhattan was offsides on the far side, but, you know, they were right in front of the lion judge. He didn't call it. So Yeah, that looked like they were offside to me. They, he, he moved, come back in pass-blocking formation. Panthers are going to have it deep in their own territory. They lead 7-0 with four minutes to go in the first quarter. It's been a pretty good ball game so far. Again, uh, the only guy that touched that's touched the ball is uh, Dylan Edwards for the Panthers. Clark takes the option, gets 
probably five on first down. So they finally let Brax run. Well, and what's going to happen? You're going to set him up with a lot of Dylan Edwards, and that should leave some openings for Clark to cut up inside. Braxton did a good job that time on cutting up and picking up some good yardage. Yeah, second and looks like five and a half. 340 to go. Panthers lead 7 0. And back to pass. Clark. Now he's got to pull it down and run. Got out close to the first he's down. He's got to get a first down. Well, he was, he was sacked. I mean, it looked like he was going to go down for sure. Had the presence of mind to get the ball. Cut up field. Picks up a big first down for the Panthers. That moved the ball out to the 30-yard line, so good job by Braxton Clark. Yeah, he should have been sacked, and he had the presence of mind not to touch his knee when he went down to, an, you know, to his wrist. Good, good run by Brax. Well, and all Braxton's going to do is gain more confidence as this ball game goes along. First and ten, Panthers from the thirty now. Back to pass. Now he's going to pull it down and run. Coming to the sidelines, thirty-five, and he's going to get out of bounds. Oh, past the thirty-five, so five or six yards on first down. Yeah, he was wanting to pass the football, but the pressure was there. Braxton again, just having presence of mind, decided he'd keep it and cut up field. Well, he picks up seven on the play. Well, they mark it six. I, I, I liked eight, but yeah, we'll guess take what? Six. Guess what's going to happen? I mean, all of a sudden you have to start worrying about Braxton keeping the football, so that opens up Dylan Edwards more. First, second down and four for the Panthers. Again, Braxton Clark cuts up the middle. He's going to pick up three. He got hit hard. And about two. Again, they look at Dylan Edwards. He's all right. Yeah, that was just a misdirection that Clark kept the ball on, and uh, good, good call. Third down and two for the Panthers on their own. Looks like 38-yard line. 2:26 to go. There's 10 seconds left on the play clock, so plenty of time. Third two. Back to pass. Got a man open, caught midfield inside Manhattan territory about the 48. Well, give Braxton Clark a lot of credit there because he showed a lot of patience on the play, waited for his receiver to get hope open. Again, he's a left-handed quarterback, so I had to throw a little bit across his body, but nice pitch and catch. First and 10 for the Panthers now. They're on the move. Pitch it to... Edwards, he gets to the outside, 45, 40, inside the 40. It's going to be a first down Panthers. Well, and we said if they start worrying a lot about Braxton Clark in a passing game, Dylan Edwards is going to have a heyday because they don't have guys that are fast enough to keep up with Dylan. (laughs) Nobody does. (laughs) Not in this state. (laughs) (laughs) True that. 37-yard line, minute 45 to go. Panthers lead 7-0. Again, Edwards gets to the outside. Made a couple more guys miss inside the 30 to about the 25. is going to be real close to a first down. Oh, he, not he, a first I think down. he picked up enough to move the chains again, and he did. And Doyle, Dylan's going to be—he's going to be gassed if they uh, if they don't start doing some other things. But uh, what a tough run by Dylan Edwards. Well, it's now first and ten from the 25. Yeah, he made a made a bad decision there, but that's all right. He's he's going to lose ten yards. 
Well, and what Braxton has to do in that play, looked like he had a receiver open for just a little bit. He didn't see him, but, you know, get outside of the box and throw the ball away. Instead, he took a big loss. That's all right. It's okay. He, you know, he's going to learn, learn from that. Absolutely. One minute left. Going to be second and 20 for the Panthers. But plenty of time for Derby to correct that field position. Panthers opening their defense or their offense up a little bit on this drive. Clark's carried the ball two or three times. Well, Manhattan's crowding the box. They're daring the young junior to throw the football. Well, we've yeah, they are. There's there's nine guys within four yards of the line of scrimmage. Ten guys. We're gonna get delay. That's that that's on. I don't know who that's on. I, yeah, we, delay you, you can see is, that one coming. Uh, uh, delay a game is not good. And again, those are just those things that you know. I, again, you don't know whether the play came in slow or or what. And well, uh, if the play came in slow, there's guys over there that needs to be faster. Well, and and no doubt, and as a quarterback, you have to have that presence of mind to look at that 25 second clock and go, "Hey, I got to get this thing off." Or you know, you hate to call a timeout in that situation, but it's better than taking the extra five. I don't see a. I don't see a unless it's way off it's in underneath the, corner. the scoreboard. Right under anyway, we got 15 seconds left. It's a long ways. It's it's second down and a bunch for the Panthers. Back to pass goes Braxton Clark. Got a man wide open. Rudy, right around the 10-yard line. Well, Braxton had two receivers wide open on the play. Threw a nice pass. Picks up another Panther first down. Doyle, the Panthers need to score here. Now I feel a little more confident they might, but instead of But again, first, that's going to open things up when you figure out Clark can throw the football. That should be the last play of the first quarter, and it will be. Panthers lead will lead going into the second quarter, and they'll be on the 10-yard line to start. Panthers lead 7-0. This is Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. From the day you spot the house, the one you've dreamed about, until the day you make it yours, there are a lot of steps along the way. The experienced loan experts at Fidelity Bank are local and have helped thousands of people throughout the Wichita area become homeowners. At Fidelity, we believe the process should be as comfortable as home. So when you need a mortgage, let's talk. To learn more, visit fidelitybank.com slash homeloans. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads 7-0. They've got the ball on the Manhattan 10-yard line. This drive started on the Derby 19. So the Panthers have moved the ball most recently with a nice pass from from, uh, Clark to Rudy. Well, and and again, I think that opens up the offense so much. As I said, Manhattan was really crowding the box on the Panthers, daring Clark to throw the football. Well, he's hit them now two or three times, so they've got to uh, start respecting his arm. It's like a pistol formation. 
Edwards, he jumps oh. to the outside. Touchdown, See ya. Panthers. See ya. Anytime Dylan Edwards gets even a split second, he's going to beat you. He set Manhattan up for that one, Doyle. He hit the middle, let them all cave in on him, and then he goes, let's have a foot race. You're not going to beat Dylan Edwards in a foot race. Uh, he, 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 he was going to score about at the seven. They, they weren't going to get him. Now we got the all-important extra point. Panthers now lead 13-0. I don't know if the, yeah, and he missed another one. Well, it looked I like mean, he, he was partially one. blocked. It, yeah, the ball took a really weird angle right off the off the hold, and you know, as you said, every week those are the all importance, and you don't want to. We, we've seen that hurt us. We've yeah, seen we, that hurt we, us. We've on seen the that hurt us twice points. this year. And, uh, a reminder that uh, tonight's uh, online stream of, of this game on a live 105 KDKQ is brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. We always appreciate their support. And while we got a break in the action, let's give a shout out to our game night sponsors of the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, El Magai, Mexican Restaurant and Derby Overhead. You go into these Derby businesses, tell them you heard their ad on Friday Night Football, listening to the Derby Panthers on Live 105. Well, Doyle Derby just has to keep the pedal down. I mean, at this point, you've got a 13-0 lead on Manhattan, and you've just got to keep stay uh, stay on top of things. Defense has so far played pretty well, lights out. And Panthers just got to keep the pressure on them. Yes, we do. We need to keep the pressure on And we need to... We need to have the defense continue to go. I'm sure Manhattan's going to make some adjustments. Uh, uh, we're only we're early in the second quarter. Panthers lead 13-0. High end over end. It's going to be taken at about the 10. It's Ackland. He's got a nice hole getting to the outside. He finally gets knocked out of bounds at about their own 40-yard line. <clears throat> That's been the biggest, uh, biggest game for... Well, and that was just uh, a return that uh, Coach DeVore and Coach uh, Clark aren't going to be real tickled with because they gave Manhattan their best field position of the evening. Well, he, he got it on a, outside the 10-yard line, so he had pretty good start. But now they've got it out on their, their own 41, first and 10. Back to pass goes Sharts. Through the way over the well, Doyle, what you like to see there, Panthers had good coverage on the play. In week one, we were letting all the short guys go, and we didn't have any coverage. That time, Sharks overthrows his guy, but again, hat on a hat, that's what football's all about. Well, we had, we had uh, short coverage by the linebacker, and, and behind was the safety, Shelton, so they had him bracketed, and there was no, well, I didn't think there was a way he'd be able to fit that one in. Yeah, Second week, and ten. week one, Cade didn't play. Cade's just now coming into his own. He's only got four ball games under his belt. Second and ten. Empty backfield, now motion. Again, back to pass. Shark, there's a flag flying. Got a man. And it's going to be incomplete. I don't know what the there's, well, there's two flags. flags all over the field, Doyle. So you know you got to you got to suspect that it's going to be against Manhattan. The Doyle again. The pass coverage was excellent that time. Sharts when even when he tried to get rid of the ball, it was well overthrown. Going to be second down and 
second down and at least 10 but we'll see what we'll see what they decide on here they threw the flags early so they've got and there, I think I count three or four of them on the field looked like it was raining hankies oh ineligible downfield is is what the preliminary is They're going to, Panthers are going to decline that, though. That should be third down, shouldn't it? Yeah, that's third down. Panthers should, decline should both penalties. Well, take it. Yeah, they they haven't they haven't flipped. Well, they the they, they declined both penalties, and then the one, the one lines, but he was trying to move the ball downfield. Yeah. The whiteout straightened him out. Yeah, they got, they got it now. The the box hadn't it stayed second down till late. So third down and ten. Back to pass. Now he's going to flip it, maybe. Now he cuts up. Going to be down. This is going to be four down territory, I'm thinking. Oh, it's no, fourth and no. five. I'd be shocked if he doesn't punt the ball here. Fourth and six. Again, I think you got to play field position here, but we'll see. We'll see what Coach Sharks decides to do. <laughs> we'll see which one of us is the biggest riverboat gambler, you or me. <laughs> I think you still got to play for field position, but we'll see. It's, it's hard to say. It's Sharks is back in the quarterback position. Panthers aren't buying the – now he's backing up like he's going to punt. We'll now, he was trying to get a hard count and draw us offside to get the first. Didn't work. That's going to be a punt that's just going to roll and roll and roll. Going to be inside the 15, about the 12, so Panthers are going to have it again. First and ten, deep in their own territory. Ten forty-one to go. They lead thirteen-zero. Well, again, you got to like the Panther defense, and so far they haven't allowed Manhattan anything in the air and the ground. We've just shut down. I mean, everything Manhattan's got has just been a little deep pass, and uh, so Coach uh, Wietrich's done his job of scouting this Manhattan group. In fact, I don't think I don't think Manhattan's had a first down. No. If they have, it's not been more than one. So now the Panthers again, field position-wise, we're shoved out in deep in our own hole. We got to get out of this. This spot, and I and again, you got to sit there and go. I'm sure we're going to see some Dylan Edwards, but Braxton Clark on that last series showed the ability to cut that upfield well, I, and run. I know. You're, you're 100% right about Dylan setting up the outside Manhattan. I mean, he, he acted like he's going to go off tackle and just cut right to the outside. There wasn't anybody out there. Let's see what happens here. I think Derby's going to get it for jumping, so it's going to be probably second and, second and 15. Yeah, that's not what you need when you're on this end of the field to get a, a, another five yards. So Derby's now backed up to about their seven-and-a-half, eight-yard line. Yeah, you can't. It's, it's hard to operate out of your own territory, that's for sure. Well, I'm sure if you're Manhattan, you're going, hey, whatever we do, don't let number two loose here because it, it'll be a, a show if he does. But, you know, they're a new quarterback, a little bit different cadence. Clark on a keeper, found a bit of an edge, gets to the outside, 20, 25. He's going down at about the 30-yard line. Well, that, that got us out of that hole, and guess what? If you're Manhattan, you can't. you got to keep your hat on Braxton Clark as well. Clark that time got us out of the hole, picked up a huge first down. First and 10 for the Panthers on the 30. And how game plans change when you have a little more room to work with. Panthers lead 13-0. Again, they pitch it out to Edwards. Makes a couple guys miss. Gets to the outside. We're going to have a penalty on the Panthers. And a late hit against Manhattan. That'll that'll help because it was definitely a late hit out of bounds when they took their shot on Dylan right up around the head. We're going to be caught for holding out here. Right. They should offset. I'm thinking. 
did they did they throw a flag? Yeah, there was a flag on this sideline too. Okay, okay. And it was an obvious hit out out late, but again, you got you're going to have offsetting penalties. Got holding on Panthers. So are you kidding me? They're going to mark this off, and then they're going to mark off the 15 yards. They're going to mark it from the spot. Gee, many Christmas. Are you kidding me? 15 yards. Should be. I think that's what Coach Clark's asking for a little bit of, of uh, you know, explanation on. Yeah, how, how can we have a penalty unless they, unless they pull the flag off? Wow. Boy, they I, I don't one. know how you pick up that flag. They, they, they blew that one. I'm telling you, I hate to say it, but uh, the officials blew that one. They mark off the Panthers, and they let Manhattan get away with a late hit. And now we're going to get moving. We're just, wow. And you're right. A little bit difference in cadence. You know, you, what you don't want to do, though, is, you know, we, we got ourselves out of that hole. We've gotten the ball out to the 30-yard line. We're now sitting back on our own 11. Yeah, we, we've got 20, 29 yards to go. So the Panthers have dug themselves a pretty pretty good-sized hole. I mean, no, no other way of putting it. They give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside, and he's going to get knocked down. Maybe he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Wow, Doyle, I just got a uh, update on the other side of the bracket. Gardner, 28, Olathe Northwest, 0. So Gardner-Edgerton, who we were told early in the year was a pretty tough uh, group of kids, they're putting it all over uh, Olathe Northwest. We lost a yard on that one. Again, uh, you know, Manhattan's just keying. They're, they're keying up on number two, and... Well, again, field position changes so much when you have the ball at the 30 and now you're pinned inside your 10. It's just a different yeah. ball game. No kidding. A, a penalty that was and a penalty that wasn't and then another penalty. Back to pass goes Clark. It was caught, but it was a big hit at the 20. Well, Doyle, you know, more importantly, we had him open, but we had a guy down the sideline that was left unattacked. I mean, we, you know, you hit him, it's six points, so we're getting receivers open. The reason we are is Manhattan's crowding the box. Talon Neal on the reception, he just got, he just got nailed, but he got right back up. It's going to be third down, and I still, I still don't know how we got in that big of a hole with the penalty out here with that late hit. I don't, don't know how we got there. Derby went off sides again, Doyle. It was no, over Derby on has, our receiver either, on the far sideline by the Panther side. He just started early, so Derby's another five yards. This is the stuff that's going to drive Coach Clark crazy. they, they got to quit shooting themselves in the foot. They've shot off all the toes on one foot on this drive. I think the coaching staff's going to look up and, and realize that we had a receiver streaking down the sidelines wide open. Uh, it's five, obvious passing uh, situation. Five penalties, I believe, on this, since they got a first down on the 30. Back to pass goes Braxton Clark, and the ball is knocked down. So Panthers are going to have to punt from their own 20. Well, Doyle, Panthers were trying to set up that middle screen that time, and uh, they got they came through so quick. As an offensive lineman, you want a brush block. You want to just give them a little bit of time. Manhattan's guys came through. They just jumped up in the air, knocked the ball down. So now uh, Cooper needs to get off a great punt. He's going to be punting from close to his own end zone. Yeah, Panthers, are. they, they had the ball first and 10 from the 30. Now they've got fourth down from the 15, and they're punting. Manhattan's going to get super field position unless the ball takes a, a der good derby bounce. 
It's a pretty good punt. He's going to call a fair catch at the 44-yard line. So Manhattan's got great field position, and I think you you know Derby's got themselves to look in the mirror on that one. Well, again, that was a, a game of field position. So Coach Sharks did the right thing, punting to the Panthers. Panthers shot themselves in the foot. There ain't no, it isn't any other way to say it. Panthers had the ball at the 30-yard line, and then penalty after penalty, we found ourselves back deep in our own territory. You know, that, that hurt us when we played these guys the first time with penalties, lots of them. But this is this time, it's 13-0 Panthers. Manhattan threatening. Again, they give it to Ackland. He picks up, I'm going to say, maybe a yard, two, maybe three. I don't know. Depends on when they get done shoving. Well, and that's where everything's been picked up, but you know, on the on the yards after carry. But uh, Doyle, really, uh, the Panther defense has played su- super so far. So far, yes, picked up four, and I think three of them were shoving the pile. But Panthers have done that. They scored a touchdown that way, so that's just the way of the world now. You just get them big old linemen behind you and just push. 13-0 Panthers, eight minutes left in the second quarter. Back to pass. Oh, man, I, I don't know what happened there. I thought we were going to intercept that one. Well, Sharks has been uncomfortable all night, Doyle. He hadn't thrown the ball well. and they, We know this is a team that's pretty balanced. they got to be able to run and pass. And so far tonight, Panthers have made him uncomfortable. He's been way off target. Third and six. Yeah, that was that was that would have been picked off, I think, if he'd have thrown it because we had a guy cutting, you know, jumping the route. And if he if he would have caught it, it would have been six. Well, we say that all the time. Some of those short routes are easy if if a corner reads it right, they're easy to pick. Third down, Panthers playing man to man defense, back to pass. Panthers over there and knocked down by Cade Shelton. Well, Shelton played that as well as you could play it. He just waited on the ball, went up, did what you should do as a defensive back, knocked the ball down. I think you're in now, obviously, fourth down uh, territory now if you're Coach Sharks. You know, the, 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 the funny thing about that, if, if Cade would have really been one, he could have intercepted that. He All he was focused on was knocking the ball down, and he did a great job of that. Yeah, great, Plus, great, he had great, great coverage. Great, great pass coverage by Sheldon. 7.50. 13-0, fourth down and about six for Manhattan. Now somebody's Manhattan. taking a time. Looks like Manhattan's taking a timeout. So probably a smart timeout, Kevin. Uh, they're they're trailing 13-0. It's fourth down and six. I mean, what you know if you don't pick this up. Give Derby pretty good field position. Well, exactly, and I think here, you know, you got if you're Coach Sharks, you got to take this gamble, and you know, I guess if you try and kick it, you take a chance that you can get it inside the ten. But there's too many chances with a high school punter that it may go into the end zone. You only get twenty out of it, so you know, we'll see who dials up what. But a good good timeout by Coach Sharks. Yeah, I think so. Uh, both teams are playing hard. They're 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 both playing hard right now. And, uh, and really what's, what's shown the most for the Panthers is this Panther defense because they're the guys that have been so stingy so far in the ball game. Braxton Clark's had a pretty good ball game so far, but, you know, our, our Achilles heels right now is penalties. Yeah, no kidding. I think we got five on that last possession. You can't, you can't, you can't do anything when you're, when you're getting the ball moved back five and ten and 15 yards. Back to pass, just a quick hit out in the flat. 
Did no, not get it. He, he did, did not get, get it. it. Duel of the Panther V defense stood up to the occasion. Manhattan shut down again. That was a nice defensive stand by Coach Wietrich's defense. If that if that don't get him fired up, nothing. He wasn't even close. He was two yards short, and and he was really he was wide open when he caught it. The Panthers collapsed on him, made a good good play. Made a good crisp tackle. Well, that's a, that's exactly right. Now we need to capitalize on on this. Maybe go down and put points on the board. Doyle, as we said, we get the ball to open the second half. We just we need to we need to quit getting these silly penalties. Ball's on the ground. Now that the official's going to say he was down. And he was. It was a good call. Forward momentum was stopped well into the play. I know the Manhattan fans don't want to hear it, but he was down. But he still lost six yards. Absolutely. That's better better than than losing the the ball ball. over. (laughs) Better than losing the ball. Oh, no, they're going to say, yeah, he lost six yards. But, again, you got Manhattan. That's that's the only guy they're looking at. So we've got to do something different. Yeah, it's easy to key on uh, number two. I know the coaches see that, too. They're, we're not the ones that see it. Back to pass goes Clark. Caught right close to the first down marker. It depends on the spot. Looks like they're going to give it to him. Again, Braxton throws a nice football. I saw it at several of his junior varsity games this year. He's got a great arm. and Doyle, he's got touch. So, so he's one of those guys when he needs to, he'll zip the ball in. When he needs to float it up, he can do that. No, you got uh, Me, I feel sorry for, for uh, Edwards. I mean, shoot. Well, they ripped his shirt off. I mean, they were trying to take it off his back on the he's fumble. It's getting ripped. Again, they pitch it back to him. And he's going to get another big look. Well, no, he kind of gets out. Yeah, he's going to lose. Oh, there's a late penalty probably on the Panthers for holding, I'm going to guess. Yeah, it was a very late penalty that came in. And it and came I'm, in I'm from with the you. Back it's probably going to be against the Panthers. Yeah, they all have been against the Panthers. I don't know if that was a late hit or not. It was all the way into the back, and I, I don't, he, I don't know how he could be the only one. Well, to they're see they're they're trying to get Coach Clark calmed down a little bit over on the sideline. We'll see what the call is. Block it a back, Panthers. Yeah, it'll be from the spot, I'm sure. So that's, geez, we're killing ourselves. We're just absolutely. Well, Doyle, again, we're, we're getting guys, you know, when we're throwing the football, we have receivers running open downfield. That last catch, we had another receiver wide open downfield. So you got to really start paying attention to that. Braxton's going to have to start uh, now it's, throwing the now ball more. Now it's first down and 23. 6.44 left. Panthers lead 13-0. And really, this whole second quarter, except for their score, it's been penalties. It hadn't been Manhattan. It's been Derby and their penalties. When you're right. They're keying on uh, Dylan so hard right now that you got to mix things up. Back to pass. Now he's dropping back. Now he's running. Now he slipped down. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be another loss of uh, three or four, so that's going to make it uh, 10, 20, 
about 30 yards, I think. <laughs> well, Unless you know, again, the Panther defense has played so stiff, and now they now Manhattan's kind of figured out the Dylan Edwards. You know, maybe you start thinking about bringing in Derek Hubbard as well to a two-back offense. There's all kinds of things I'm sure Coach Clark's thinking well, about. It's, it's second down, and we got to get all the way down to the Manhattan 43-yard line for a first down. We are on our 23. In motion is Edwards. Back to pass. Caught. Doyle, that's a Dylan Edwards patented play. He's got great hands. That's why at the next level, Dylan can be a receiver. He can be a kick return specialist. He can be all kinds of things. That was just a nice catch by Dylan Edwards. No penalties. No penalties. We ran a play without a penalty flag. Now it's uh, third down and about six for the Panthers. Again, they give it to Edwards. He's going to get maybe a yard. Going to be fourth down and five. Just remember, stay tuned. At halftime, we have the Fidelity Bank halftime report coming up. We'll have stats. We'll talk about the first half, and it's been a crazy first half so far, Doyle. Well, it has. With five minutes to go, Panthers lead 13-0. And Doyle, Coach Clark has down. to think about this. We got fourth down and about five to that's, go here. And doable, see what, right now, it looks like he's, uh, his intentions are to go for it. Well, you, you have to from the Manhattan 47. I don't know what well, this I, is. I'm, I'm agreeing with Coach Clark. It looked like Manhattan jumped off sides, but no call. They're going to sniff that one out. It's yeah, no got going fourth anywhere. Fourth down, Manhattan ball on the, the Panthers' big. They lost yardage again. The, wow. I mean, it's just... Well, and I think when, when Derby, when Derby, they were trying to get a cheap one there, looked like Manhattan had jumped off sides, and Coach Clark was reading it to the line jump, still reading it to him, and uh, no call. Well, we, he, he's the one that missed Manhattan jumping off sides a while ago, or, you know, a few, few possessions ago, and that was obvious. But anyway, it's Manhattan's ball on the 48-yard line of the Panthers, first and 10, 437 left. Panthers just... Charts, he finally broke one. He's going to do that. He got the first down inside the 40. Doyle, he just sat up in the pocket, and he kind of faked like he was going to throw it to one of those short guys, kept the ball, and ran right up the middle. Again, Charts gets up a little slow off the play. He's rubbing his back like his back's hurting him a little bit. But clock moving, 429 left. Again, Panthers lead 13-0. That's probably the first first down Manhattan's had this half that I can recall. Straight ahead. No, nowhere to go. Probably going to give him a yard. So it's going to be. Well, Derby defense has to play tough here. I mean, the well, last right thing now, you want to do is give Manhattan a touchdown or any kind of points going into the half. Right, right now, that's all, that's what is keeping Derby in the game is the defense because our offense is just being penalized. I mean, just it's been a clinic. Quick pass to the flat. 
Panthers played it pretty good. It looks like they're going to get maybe a yard, depending on the well, well, spot. Pan- well, Panthers have played that little slat, that little flat pass so well tonight. And again, week one, we played off, and they, and they just picked us apart with that play. Third, third down and eight. And this is obviously four down territory, I'm sure, if the Panthers could make it tough on them now. And a quick pitch back to Sharts. He picks up maybe two more, so it's going to be third and fi- fourth and five. Yeah, Panther defense again. They've just been playing lights out here in the first half. Played the run extremely well. Again, tells you Manhattan's had one first down, Doyle. Yeah, fourth and five from the 30. Looks like the 31. They got to get to the 26. Three minutes left. In the first half, Panthers lead 13-0. Well, the last time Manhattan went for it on fourth down, they were stopped by the Panthers. Well, let's hope they are again this time. Sharks shows motion. Quick pass to the outside. First down. Inside the 25. Yeah, that, just a nice play by Sharks that yeah, time. You, could, I mean, you he, couldn't defense that with yeah, 10 it's a guys. Tough play to, to get, and uh, they they were fortunate to pick up the first down. Yeah, that was just that was just well, and I hate this well uh, designed. I hate when I hear people say that. I mean, it's just a good play. Uh, they sprung the guy in the open, and it was unguardable. And again, Sharts. He follows his blockers. He doesn't get. He doesn't get down to the 15. So he got. Maybe they're marking it on about the 13, 12. Excuse me. Well, Sharts has been the guy really that uh, has picked up any positive yardage running the football here tonight. Second down and looks like seven. Clock moving. Two fifteen left in the half. Panthers lead 13-0. Turnover here would be really nice. They show motion. Again, they give it to Ackland. And he powers his way down within two yards of a first down. So it's going to be third down, and it'll be four down territory, no doubt. Manhattan's played a real clean game. Derby's had enough penalties for both teams, and Manhattan had a a penalty yet. Yeah, you're right. Now the clock's under uh, about a minute and a half left uh, before half. Manhattan driving. Manhattan shows motion, shifts to a power to this side. They give it to Auckland. And he, I'll tell you what, Panthers got held. Panthers got held, and there was no call. Yeah, he just he got into the end zone, Doyle, on a on a brutal hit. He was hit at about the three and just leveled our guy, fought his way into the end zone. So now Manhattan is on the board. We knew this was going to be a ball game. Oh yeah, there's no. But our, our outside guy was being held, and there was no call. Maybe he wasn't being held enough. Uh, and, and that's that's when Ackland got by him. See, they're going to go for two. Now they usually shift into a extra point formation, and that's what they're doing. Panthers missed their second extra point. This guy's real good, if I remember. Yeah, that's high, and it's good. 
So again, we hope that that missed extra point don't come into play, but it's now 13-7. Well, Dan Derby's got to get some offense generated. I mean, that's all there is to it. That you know, you're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna be able to count on Dylan Edwards performing everything. So Panthers have to be able to move the football. Well, they're gonna have to get back to running a normal offense and quit trying to give it to Dylan. You know, every time. I mean, they're just gonna have to do that because these guys they know who's they know who the guy is. They know who number two is. And we know Coach Clark, he's a veteran coach, so, you know, he senses that too. So you got to look at going into halftime what he changes up and whether he comes out and we see a little bit of Derek Hubbard or, or, or you know, what situation is. Well, I, I just know we've got we've got to do something other than – because Hubbard's getting hit three yards deep. He, he's not even making it to the line of scrimmage. Well, I really think on that uh, last fourth down play, I think the Panthers were counting on drawing them off sides, getting the first down, and it didn't work. And so we really didn't have a great play set up. And, you know, unfortunately, we gave Manhattan good field position. Well, I know Coach Clark was having a discussion with the with the uh, line judge from the other side, on the other side. So maybe that was what the discussion was about. You know, the guys jumped. The game that we've talked about, games across the state Pooch kick. Looks like Hubbard. He's still on his feet. Going to get out to about the 30, maybe the 31. It it looked like it was Derek Hubbard on the return for the Panthers. So they're going to have it first and 10 with 1.16 to go. They lead right now 13-7. Well, we'll see how uh, fancy Coach Clark gets here. Uh, You know, I don't know this going to be too crazy, but um, both teams have two timeouts left and, uh, you know, 115 left on the clock. So well, what, we'll what needs to happen is we need to stop holding and jumping off sides and blocking in the back. We need to get rid of those penalties so we can, when we do make a gain, it's a real gain. There, we moved. Gets hit hard at about the 36. Well, he picked up good yardage on the play. It was smart of Clark because when he couldn't find anyone downfield, he tucked and cut up the middle and picked up positive yardage. So it's going to be second and five for the Panthers. Panthers have trips to the near side. Under a minute to go, they give it to Edwards. He finds a little bit of a crease, still on his feet. Into, he's into Manhattan territory about the 40-yard line. Best run of the night for him. Oh, no doubt. 42 seconds left here before half. And, again, Dylan Edwards is just a step away from taking it to the house any time he touches the football. Bishop Carroll found that out twice late in the ball game. Well, they marked it on the 39. I, I thought he went out closer to the 35, but we'll take the 39. It stopped the clock, 42 seconds left. But, Doyle, how, how different does that make things now that you got some breathing room here? You've got a little, you know, your playbook opens up. Well, it's nice to have a couple plays with positive yardage. Back to pass goes Clark. Now he's pulling it down. Still on his feet. First down, 25-20, 15, inside the 15 goes Braxton Clark, 32 seconds left. Well, Derby has two timeouts up. A great call by Braxton Clark when it wasn't there. He cut up field, showed some good speed, Doyle, as he takes the ball deep into Manhattan territory. Clock moving, first and 10. Edwards makes a guy miss. Oh, oh, going to get a penalty marker. 
Edwards just got face masks, so we'll probably get we'll probably get the mark off, and Edwards won't. Yeah, and that was uh, you know back in that holding vicinity for sure against the Panthers. Let's see uh, what happens here. Well, Doyle, how good would it be right now for the Panthers to at least get? points on the board, whether it's field goal or touchdown, uh, go in with even a little bit more momentum at half. Well, it's holding on us. They'll probably... Oh, those, those are... Yeah, we still haven't figured was out gonna, the one down here that's when, what I when thought he was, was going to happen. That's what I thought was going to happen down here. Instead, we get a 15-yard mark off and nothing happens. Now, the problem there, we lost some time off the clock, so we're just under 20 seconds left. Panthers uh, have the ball on about the 14-yard line. Now we line. got a timeout derby. I, I, I think Braxton Clark, he's kind of hunking around a little bit. So, Well, Clark was, was and uh, Dylan Edwards got up very slowly after being face-masked. Yeah, it, that was obvious. I mean, that was that was an obvious face-mask. Yeah, derby, the derby, like I said, we've got one timeout left now. We've got to capitalize on this oh, field gotta, position. To what a nice drive, getting the ball back down to this side of the field, <laughs> capped off by a, a nice run by Braxton. We didn't have any penalties till we were inside their 15-yard line. So, uh, that, and luckily, they had one. As well, well, Clark, or excuse me, Edwards had taken the ball down inside the five-yard line. So how big would that have been? You'd add 20 seconds left and the ball inside the five. But you know, fortunately, those penalties did offset. So it's going to be going to be interesting to see what coach comes up. Yes, he called timeout. Is Clark looked like he was moving a little bit gingerly? Uh, we'll see how he comes out. But, you know, this this is suck-it-up time, you know, right here. Now, Braxton's a tough kid, and, you know, but, again, you got timeouts. you got to use them. 19 under, 20 seconds left here before the half. 19.9 seconds to go here. First and 10 from the 14. Back to pass. Got a man. Oh, oh ball was it. just barely knocked down. It was a good it. pass, but uh, Manhattan had good coverage on it. They knocked it down at the last second. Well, that was that was Colton Rudy, and he you don't usually see hit that happen with him. Well, the Manhattan guy not, but it was a slant route, well thrown, well defended. I mean, that's how you how you draw up a high school football play. Fourteen seconds. Panthers lead thirteen to seven. We're in the second quarter. Edwards, and he slipped, and he gets down to about the 10. Got to call your timeout. Call a timeout, and they did. So you, you, here, here we go. We've got eight seconds left. Are we going to try to kick a field goal, or are we going to try to score? Right, I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, really here you probably look at trying to kick a field goal, Doyle. I think you want to try and get any points on the board. you got a six-point lead right now. We know Jessup's capable. We, we know that. We so know he we'll, is. We'll see what Coach Clark opts for here. We, we know he's definitely capable. He's got way more leg than he needs to get that one. It's just his accuracy is, is going to be important. Well, and it's just been, like I said, it was a, it's, it, the Derby defense has played so well to this point. The offense, we just correct those penalties and we're able to move the football, but it's going to come off of the uh, arm of Braxton Clark. It's going to have to. Well, and, and I suppose uh, they can try a quick pass into the end zone, and if, if it's incomplete, stop the clock, man. Then maybe kick a field goal. But. Well, the slant to Rudy was a, was a nice, well-designed play, and you know, throwing well, just defended well on uh, on Manhattan side. And they're going for it. 
Well, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to run it. I just. I just don't see them running it. They might. Back to pass. Get a man out in the open. Out of bounds. We got one more play. They. They should have let the clock run a little bit too long there. Well, either way, yeah, Derby's going to have the ball out of bounds on about the two-yard line, Doyle. Well, you can run it or pass it here. Well, or, you, or you're set up a way different for a field goal here as well. You're really be, looking at an extra point. should be about 3.3 or 4 seconds on the clock. They let it run just a little bit after he went out of bounds. This is exciting, and, and I think we knew it would be. And... Uh, you know, Panthers have got a pretty good drive going right now. They got the ball with what one sixteen left or something. They moved the ball down pretty good, and uh, they're on the looks like yard and a half. So they've got, you know, they can they can run it or pass it really. Uh, well, we got an update on that Gardner Edgerton score. They now lead Olathe North Northwest thirty five to seven. Well, I, you know, I'm thinking Olathe Northwest made the playoffs with a losing record. Yeah, I think they were like three and five, and you know, we we got to get through this one. And uh, well, you know, you, this is an interesting call by Coach Clark. What you do here, because you know, well in uh, range of a field goal, you're well in range. You should be able to follow your offensive line in, but you know, darn good and well, they're going to be keying on Dylan Edwards here. Big play. Well. If we if we don't score, we still get the Clark's ball. Clark's going under center. Half. It looks like Doyle. Yeah, I see that. Edwards gets to the outside, racing to the corner. Oh, there's a flag on oh, the play. Edwards is going to get to the corner, but we flag, flag back at the middle of the field. You know what that's going to be. Naturally, we have and a flag. it's a holding. Hold. Yep. Why not? That, that's that must be their thing tonight. Either that, or we're just doing it. Well, the Panthers, you know, obvious. they really set them up for it. I mean, when you look at it, now you got now you got to go for a field goal. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're bringing on the field goal unit, but now it's a it's a instead of being an extra point, oh my you know, we're we're going to be backed up. Yeah, and and that's that's the bad part of it. They're taking these from the spot of the foul and not from the line of scrimmage, and that just moved ten yards. We're all the way out to the twenty yard line. That's going to bring up what you know. Deal like this. Now timeout Manhattan. Panthers have nobody to blame but themselves with these penalties because. Well, that, that was set up pretty well. Perfect, Clark was perfect. under center, and then all of a sudden he pitches back to Edwards, and they look, And I think all of Manhattan thought Dylan was going to go up the middle. Dylan just tried to outrun him to the sideline, makes it, but uh, we get called for a hold. Yeah, it just, and, and, and again, I go back. I hate to, you know, be sounding negative about the officials, but. You know, this is what hurt us the last time we played him. Is that we had a bunch of penalties that game too, and 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 they hurt us. Right, and we can't necessarily say officials. I mean, you know, no, they, no, no, they're no. seeing what they're seeing, and That's you know, what unfortunately, that uh, yeah, the yellow hankies have been dropped on Derby a lot tonight. Yeah, I, it's unbelievable to me how many times we've got flagged and. You know, I have to say, Indians are playing pretty good because they aren't getting flagged. They aren't killing themselves with penalties. Now, here's, a, again, a long field goal attempt. I watched him hit these, but, you know, he's got a bit of an angle, and I don't know. Anyway, Jessup's in to... Sitting up from about 34, Doyle. It's going to be a 30-plus yard field goal. He's got the leg. They're going to ice him. 
Good. <laughs> you know, I'm looking over at Manhattan officials. They are livid because they were trying to call a timeout. Well, they're not going to give it to them. Derby got the, got the field goal. I mean, they're all trying to get together, but I don't think. How can you change that? No, I don't. I don't buy that. Maybe they were, but you, you got to halftime. They're not going to change it now. I mean, he can yell, but I, I'm going to have to agree with him. He was trying to get their attention for the timeout. Well, he didn't do a good enough job, evidently, because. But, but the big news him. is the Panthers are going to get the field goal. Jessup nailed it very well to a clean kick. It's going to be 16 to seven at the half. I guess they're going to give us credit for that. Yeah, there they did. What a way to end the half. I mean, Panthers end on having some momentum going into the half on a nice drive. I mean, that's exactly how you want things to go. Yeah, and it's 16-7, to and the crowd, you know, crowd doesn't like it, but, I mean, gosh darn it, I'm glad that we had something go our way. We've had so many... Uh, We've had so many penalties in the first half. That's the difference. I mean, that's the absolute difference in this ball game. Manhattan scored their only touchdown after the Panthers had about 40 yards in penalties, and they got the ball on a punt deep in Panther territory. So, you know, it's just... It, it, it's just been a crazy Well, but those are some of the things you can clean up. I mean, those are penalties, a lot of more silly penalties that the Panthers have to be able to clean up to uh, to, to make the second half uh, much better for us. I'll bet, I'll bet you we've had five holding penalties. Anyway, the Panthers lead 16-7, and, and you know, it's... I, I, I hope these things show it up. I can only remember a couple of first downs for Manhattan, maybe three at the top, and that was on the last drive. But, you know, it's still – still, we'll see what, what's happening. I mean, it's 16-7. Hey, we're, we're tickled pink at 16-7. Doyle, our Panther defense looks incredible. I mean, lights out. Coach Wietrich, when we talked to him earlier in the week, that's what he said. He goes, I go, Coach, how do you feel about going into a nice ball game? And he goes, a whole lot better than I did week one. And he goes, I got game tape on him. He says, I think we're getting some guys playing really well. And he goes, if we can do these couple things. And he said, a lot of it was just secondary. And guess what? We've made some really nice secondary plays. Cade uh, Sheldon made a nice, a nice stop. Uh, for uh, the Panthers and knocked down a pass that uh, was a, really could have been a, a six points for Manhattan. I was just, I, I was just laughing at you. <laughs> We're so cramped up here, you had to move your chair so a guy could open the door to get out of the press box. And uh, you know, there's not a whole lot, of, not a whole lot of room up here, but it's okay. It's nice and cozy, and uh, and it feels you know, better being ahead. Yeah, and yeah, you know, being ahead by uh, oh, what is that? Nine points. That's that's not a bad deal. Six. To seven, yeah, it, it's it's just been we, we can't emphasize how well the kids have played, except for the penalties. And uh, you know, my goodness, they've they've got to have close to a hundred yards in penalties uh, uh, tonight. And you know, that, that they they can clean that up hopefully at halftime. And uh, at least four false start penalties. Uh, and, and again, I go back to the first time we played these guys. Same thing happened last time. We just got penaltyed up. Well, you hope at this time of the season that you clean those penalties up. But I think the difference, so several of ours have been procedure calls. And, Doyle, we do have a new quarterback in the game. And the, the cadence is always just a little bit different. And guess what? On a Friday night, it's way different than Monday through Thursday in practice when things are controlled. It's quiet. The jitters aren't there. So, again, Panthers, uh, you know, you got to go into the halftime. you got to be pumped up because you've played well defensively. You moved the ball and you put points on the board. Well, I, I think you hit it when you said the jitters aren't there. 
there. And, and that, you know, you got it, you know, Braxton first start, he's probably, you know, he'd be, he would be, he wouldn't be normal if he didn't have some jitters. So anyway, Panthers are ahead 16-7 at halftime. They will get the ball to start the second half. Uh, this is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com. Fisher Media Company offers video, audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer in Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas, and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. El Maguey Mexican Restaurant is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football and can be found at 1221 North Rock Road in Derby. Offering multiple options for lunch and dinner, they can be reached at 613-8806 for curbside or in-store pickup. El Maguey, a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. 
Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Greedy Cletus, what's wrong? Didn't you hear? The whole family is coming to stay with us, 37 adults and 52 kiddos. What am I supposed to do? We could take them to the Derby Public Library for fall programs. What are you talking about, Mooney Pie? The library's fall programs have events for both kids and adults. Toddler time, preschool story time, adventures, tween zone, and Teen Tuesday. But what about the grown folk? Adults 18 plus can try our free derby DIY classes or watch a movie at the library lounge. I just hope great uncle Milton doesn't lose his teeth again. Oh, granny. Derby Public Library. Trips to the bank are now optional. At Fidelity Bank, we offer a wide range of options, including next level digital banking. Manage your money when and where you want. From traditional in-person service to a totally online experience. We stand ready to serve by giving you the tools to control your finances your way from anywhere. Together, we move bravely onward. Tonight's Panther Football Halftime Report is brought to you by Fidelity Bank of Derby. Bravely onward. Well, we're back at uh, Manhattan. Manhattan Indian Field. Uh, Panthers lead with a late field goal, 16-7. to at halftime, and man, that was a, you know, just just to replay the half, that was a, a, a half of nothing but penalties. I, I'm sure we'd have at least one more score if, if we wouldn't run into the penalty bug. Well, I'm sure that's one of the things the coaches are talking to them in there at halftime is just that. Hey, guys, we got to stop the silly penalties, the jumping off sides, the holds. We've been caught, gotten called for that a couple of different times. you got to slow those things down. And, yeah, and I get it. You know, Dylan Edwards is a game changer, so at any second he can take one to the house. But, you know, you, you got to keep having that faith in Braxton throwing the football. We've got receivers open downfield. He's hit those guys. And you got to keep the pedal down on Manhattan. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our halftime uh, statistics here provided by Fidelity Bank. Uh, first downs, no big surprise here. Panthers 19, Manhattan just four. Uh, rushing yardage, Panthers 26 attempts on the ground for 91 yards. Manhattan 14 attempts for just 43. Yeah, the Panther run defense has been good tonight. Uh, now on that last drive, I think Manhattan must have got three of their four first downs where they scored so you know other than that Manhattan Panthers really been able to hold them in check well if you're Manhattan you and coach Sharks you got to look at things and go hey we've held this this team this very powerful running attack from Derby to three and a half yards per carry this is a team that's been averaging right around 10 yards per carry so three and a half yards per carry that's got to feel pretty good keeping Dylan Edwards down to that yeah well you know like I said earlier in the broadcast they didn't become 11 and0 for no reason Manhattan and uh, they, they've got a good defense as well. Well, passes, Coach, or Braxton Clark again, six for nine, 109 yards in the air, six for 10 for Manhattan for just 30 yards. Doyle, total yards for the half. Panthers, 273 yards from Manhattan. 73? Wow. I, I, I had to say that again because uh, I knew we'd held them pretty good, but that, that's amazing. 
uh, well, for our defense to hold a, a high-powered offense like Manhattan to 73 yards. Well, no doubt. I think in at halftime, you got to be looking at it. If you're the defensive staff, you got to keep the pedal down. you got to keep talking to the guys, but you can't be too disappointed with anything the defense has done. You know, get averaging three-point yards per play for a very good Manhattan team, Doyle. One of the big keys, Manhattan turned the ball over early in the ball game. Derby was able to capitalize and put points on the board at that point. Yes, and, and again, uh, Derby had a nice drive to finish the half uh, uh, with a field goal. They had a touchdown, but guess what? We had a penalty. Well, and here's a here's a big stat. Third down conversions. Panthers 3 for 7. Manhattan 0 for 6. Fourth down conversions. Panthers 1 for 2 as well as Manhattan, one for two. So big uh, big, big job by the Panther defense on those third and fourth down situations. Yeah, the Panthers were playing a zone defense on one, and they just, you know, they had a completed pass, and they rallied to the, to the receiver and held him short of the first down. So, you know, the Panther defense, I don't know what they're going to change in the, in the second half, but their defense is playing pretty well right now. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. John Mendoza is a Derby High School graduate and professional photographer celebrating 50 years of photography. Mendoza Photography features senior portraits, family portraits, and John has personally photographed over 1,800 weddings. John can be reached at 316-804-5987. John's portfolio is available at www.mendoza.photography. Field Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Field Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Field Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention 
that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back in Manhattan where it's cold and uh, we're about ready to start the second half. Both teams are out of the locker room and there's still a couple of minutes left on the obligatory three-minute warm-up period, but, uh, you know, they didn't start the clock till way late. But it's, it's okay. You know, we'll get get second half started here pretty quick. Well, we got a couple of score updates, halftime scores. Again, Gardner-Edgerton up 35-7 to on Olathe Northwest. Mays 21, Hayes 9 at the half. So it sounds like a pretty good game there. Mill Valley 35 Blue Valley Southwest Zero. So that's that Mill Valley team that we talked about on the way up here about, you know, Mill Valley and Mays playing. And I've heard too many people locally go, oh, Mays has got a state championship in their hand. I said, you still got to go face Joel Appleby and a, and a very good uh, Mill Valley team. Absolutely correct. Those Bo- guys. Bomigo 13, McPherson 9. We were just talking about them before the game started about, about Mac Andell 20, Clay Center 0, Kingman 14. Uh, I had 14-6. to six. Those are just some of the scores. That May score, again, is kind of an interesting one. And, you know, they've got uh, Avery Johnson there, quite a machine running. But as we know, Coach Appleby's got uh, his own guys down at uh, Mill Valley. Yeah, uh, you know, he used to coach here, for those of you who didn't know that. And uh, he went up to Mill Valley a few years back, and uh, he turned that program around in about, I'm guessing, what, a season, maybe two and uh, then all of a sudden, he started winning state championships. Uh, Coach Appleby's got he's got it rolling for him up there. Well, Doyle, the good news here: not only did the Panthers go in and score right by before the half, we get the football back here. So, you know, this is an opportunity for the Panther offense to uh, hopefully come out, put some points on the board, see what kind of adjustments Coach Clark made, and uh, you know, a couple more scores here would be really nice. Well, I just know that from what I'm seeing, uh, we need to we need to get Dylan Ed, Dylan Edwards the ball, yes, but we need to get him out where he can do something with it instead of four yards behind the line of scrimmage getting hit and pushed around and having to you know having to move so we got we got to do a better job of that in the second half and I'm sure they're figuring out ways to do so well Doyle we go back to that play uh, that we got the hold holding call and well executed play as coach Clark put Braxton under center and I think everyone in the house thought Brett, that all of a sudden you're going to hand it back to Dylan Edwards over the top Dylan started inside bounced it outside got to the end zone but unfortunately the Panthers were called for holding and that's that's how he scored the first time he, he scored Dylan well the only time he scored was uh, I think he's only scored once 
And uh, anyway, that's how he did it. He popped it inside and then went outside and just ra- outraced everybody to the corner. Let his speed go. We're ready to go here. Again, Edwards and Hubbard are going to give, bring it down to what's going to hit. Edwards has it. Got two or three guys missing. He just was just very close to breaking that all the way. Well, Dylan took the ball up the middle that time and then started to head outside without a nice tackle by Manhattan. If he'd have got to the edge, there would have, it would have been lights out. It's going to be first and ten. Panthers from their own 28. So let's see what Panthers have going. Let's see how they're going to get Edwards the ball here in the second half. I. I'm not real sure. Clark pitched it back to Edwards. And he gets caught from behind for crying out loud. He's going to lose seven yards. Now Dylan's getting up slow, and he lost the You're right. It was just a pitch. It was an obvious pitch to uh, Dylan. Manhattan read it, and, uh, you know, yeah, you're going to have to make some things up because they're reading number two very hard tonight. Well, they're, they're yeah, it, 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 it wasn't even, he doesn't have it. He hasn't had a chance probably in all but a couple of runs. He, he's been dodging people five yards deep, and he just lost six or seven. So it's going to be second and long for the Panthers. Same setup. They yeah, give it to Edwards again. He goes nowhere. In no, fact, he's going to lose, gonna lose two, three more yards. And that was that was one we were trying to run up the middle. But I, you know, I, you got to you, you absolutely have got to uh, do some different things. And, and uh, yeah, either that or our line is just not blocking. Well, one, and again, you got to think at halftime they went in and they thought, hey, we've made these adjustments. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Get Dylan an opportunity. But man, Manhattan's came out lights out. The Panthers are finding themselves back deep in their own territory. Third down and 19, but the Pan- this has been familiar territory for Derby tonight. They're ahead 16-7, but they've had an awful lot of this third down and 20. Back to pass goes Clark. Got a man wide open. Caught. First down out to about the 44. That was Neal on well, the catch. Talon Neal was wide open on the play, and it's just like, can you find him? There's penalty flags scattered oh, across the field, so you got to figure. I see uh, it's, it's probably going to be a holding against the Panthers, so just an eligible receiver. An eligible receiver downfield on a, on a play where it's a rollout. My goodness. Now, there was two flags down, so they obviously saw the play. And it's, uh, again, Panthers are just shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, this this is absolutely, I mean, you got to call it like it is. This is just not good. This is just not good. No, Coach Clark was out there trying to get bend their ear again on the play. But, uh, you know, what looked like a great first down from Clark to Neal is negated. The ball now rests. Oh, my gosh, at about the 14-yard line of the Panthers. they got to get to the 37. So you can do 23, 24 yards, but really, I mean, gee, many Christmas. It's, it's getting to where I'm looking for flags before anything else. That, that's got it. Picked off. Picked off. Yeah, it's going to be picked off. Manhattan's going to have the ball inside the five-yard line of the Panthers. Well, and, and again, I hate I hate to sound like a broken record, but you're setting yourself up for that stuff with all these penalties. 
you're setting yourself up for bad things to happen. Yeah, and that time Clark was trying to hit a, a short receiver and kind of telegraphed the pass, and unfortunately it was stepped in front of by Manhattan. So opening the second half, not the way the Panthers wanted to see things go. I was waiting for if he wouldn't have intercepted, it probably would have been pass interference because he hit the guy well before, not well before, but before the ball got there. They give it to Ackland. Touchdown. So just like that, they're going to be within three, and they got a, probably going to get their extra point. Going to be 16-14. Uh, you know, if you're Panthers again, you got to real quickly regroup because what could have been a, a backbreaker, you come out, you move the ball down, foiled, eat up a bunch of clock, it would have been a different story. Right now, momentum is obviously sitting on Manhattan's sideline. And well, again, uh, penalties are doing them in. I mean, you got to call it like it is. I hate to sound like a broken record. But every time the Panthers gain a five five yards, there's a penalty. If they gain ten, there's a penalty. So either the, either the officials are, are uh, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say nothing about the officiating. Yeah, Derby Derby has uh, obviously pulled their share of penalties. I'm sitting here, you know, trying to add up the penalties, and I'm not so sure at this juncture that Derby doesn't have as many penalties as they do yardage. We'll give a shout-out to our game night sponsors, Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Hyde Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, DNM Mechanical. If you visit these young, these gentlemen's businesses, tell them you heard their ad on the Live 105, KDKQ. 16-14, 9.54 left. Again, Panthers got in penalty problems. Then they uh, had a pass intercepted deep in their territory, and boom, here we go. It's 19 16-14. As I was just say, Doyle, they, this is not how the Panthers wanted to come out after half. You know, if you're the if coach, you got to look at it now and go, how do I set this second series of offense up? And I think you got to put it on Braxton's uh, arm. Well, and, and a little bit of a pooch taken by Hubbard at the 12, and he's going to get out to about the 30, so good field position, but, you know, that's about where they were at last time. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta control the penalties and and uh, I'm looking out there. It, it looks like a, we had a Panther getting up limping. Colton, I'm Colton I'm, Rudy. Yeah, and I'm hoping that uh, it was. I couldn't tell whether he was trying to pull a shoe back on or. Let's hope because Rudy's one of those guys you got to have in the ball game. Well, I, I know that uh, Derby has just. I mean, they have just. It's unbelievable all these penalties. It's the most I can believe I can ever remember seeing at this juncture in a ball game, and. You know, they're all on Derby, so that just tells you Manhattan's playing pretty disciplined, but the Panthers are not. And you're right. I mean, it's it's mostly been offensive penalties against the Panthers. Uh, it hadn't been that they're, uh, you know, defense. We've had a couple, but mostly it's been offensive mistakes. Well, it's real hard for the defense to hold somebody out when they, you know, they intercept the pass, get down to the two-yard line, and uh, 
you know, that's asking the defense to do a lot. But, uh, you know, it's, there's still a lot of game to go, and the uh, Panthers are, are ahead. But, uh, you know, the momentum's just not going their way right now. Well, and I, I think you're right. I think you've got you to get Braxton Clark more involved in the ball game, either with his arm or we saw him pick up some big yardage on the option plays. And, you know, instead of just doing direct pitch outs to, uh, to Dylan, that, that may be the game you have to go to. We're gonna to have to we're gonna have to change some things up. I know that Manhattan locked in on us. Edwards straight up the middle, still on his feet. He gets maybe five, so that's that's a plus for the Panthers. Went right up, right off tackle. It's gonna be second and five. So again, I don't see any penalty markers. That's a good so, thing, right? So that's a plus. And, and Dylan, you know, again, he's just a step away from breaking plays. That's a, that's what you always think with him. Back to pass. Now he pitches it to Edwards. Edwards makes a couple of guys miss. Comes back to the near side. Gets oh, a block. Great block. Play, great block. And they're going to call a penalty on the ball. Oh, no. And it's four flags came in. Horrible penalty. That was not justified. Horrible penalty call there. Clean hit. How, what do you, what do you, how are you supposed to block? Yeah, that's, that's not a good penalty. That's going to be 15 yards on the Panthers. They, 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 they got to be calling. Do you think that was a penalty? No. No. That, that was <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, just a terrible call. I, I, I really, uh, you, you do start wondering at this juncture, you start wondering what are the officials calling because uh, that was a very clean, very good block. But every one of the officials threw a flag. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, this, this is going to be. It, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be 15 on the Pat, Panthers. I'm surprised they didn't call uh, uh, a headshot. You know, that, that looked like a good block on the, off that run. Negated another good run, so it's another 15-yard penalty for the Panthers. These guys, you know, at, at some point you gotta you gotta let these kids know what what they're doing. Well, I, I literally I'd love to see that replayed over and over because it looked like a clean block uh, out there. If, if you wanna if you wanna get technical, our guy was standing still. But that's all right. The officials officials are putting us in another hole on this one. It's going to be second down and looks like second down and 20 now instead of having the ball inside Manhattan territory. We're back to our own 21-yard line. Yeah, Panthers just need to rebound from it, shrug it off, and get going. Yeah, they got to get going. Nice stiff arm. I'm surprised we don't have a penalty for holding out on the outside, but we don't. Or, 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 you know, I, I'm sorry because, you know, you almost go, gosh, why wasn't it, uh, you know, let's get Dylan for a stiff arm because, you yeah. know, again, I, and I know there's a lot of, lot of controversy on that uh, play, but, uh, again, it looked very clean to me. Yeah, it looked clean to me too, but that's all right. We, you got to overcome this kind of stuff and uh, can't put yourself in a position where this kind of stuff hurts you. Panthers show motion to the far side, back to pass. Clark got a guy wide open, open. caught at the 45. <laughs> I'm looking for a penalty flag. No flags on the play. I think that was uh, Edwards, wasn't it? No. 
No, it Tabor. wasn't. I think it was uh, not Tabor, man. I'm boss. Nathan Keener and Doyle. Nathan Keener, Again, yes. you know, give give Clark a ton of credit because, you know, he had a lot of pressure on him. It looked like he might need to run the football. He looks downfield and finds Keener open. Keener makes a great catch. Keener, we got another quarterback in. I can't I can't pick up his number. It's not Braxton Clark. They pitched it. Oh, it's Spleen. Edwards gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It's Splain is the quarterback. Yes, Easton Splain. He's a sophomore. He hadn't had any. He hadn't had any reps at quarterback all year. So well, I, I, I I'm going to be surprised Clark, if they. I didn't see that Clark does. was injured on the play. So we'll see what the status is of Splain coming into the ball game. I'm going to be surprised if he does anything but pitch it to number two, and and Manhattan will know that. Another pitch. Yeah, see, that, you, you can't, you can't do that. You, you just—he got thrown for another loss. It's about a five-yard loss, so it's going to be third and long. Panthers. I, I don't even see Braxton Clark on the, on the bench. I don't see him anywhere. No, I'm trying to find where Braxton might be, but again, you bring in Splain, great athlete. He's a defensive back, but he hadn't taken a snap all year. Not sure he took a snap even in junior varsity this year, so he's put into a tough role. Well, he, he needs to be a little bit closer, I think. A little bit of a screen. Nah, he's going to get thrown for a loss. No. Highland Edwards that. is shoved, laid out of bounds, and no flag. Coach Clark is living over on the far sideline. Yeah, he, they took him five or six yards into the Panther bench. Wow. Yeah, again, uh, you know, you just... Tough, tough to see, but uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on with Braxton Clark as he's not in the ball game, and this brings up fourth and very long for the Panthers. Yeah, it's going to be fourth. No, no penalty. No penalty. Yeah, Cooper's good. Cooper needs to get off a good kick here, Doyle, because really yeah. all the momentum right now has uh, switched over to Manhattan. Well, yeah, and the, I don't know. This, this, all these penalties are getting me off my game. I mean, it just seems like every time we do anything, there's a penalty attached to it or not. Oh, nice punt by Cooper. Fielded on about the 20. Hit right there by number 20, James Middlebrook. Yeah, nice, nice kick, nice tackle by the Panthers. So Panther defense needs to, to once again step up and maybe put this team on their shoulders the rest of the game. It, it's crazy. I uh, 7:27 left. Panthers are leading 16 to 14, but man, they just they just shot themselves in the foot now for a quarter and a half. Maybe two quarters. Again, straight ahead on the handoff. Big hole. Nice gain. First down. Jason Sanchez. So, again, that's the long, that, that is the longest gain for them from, from the scrimmage line tonight. It was about 12 yards. 
Well, the Panther, Panther defense needs to uh, stay in this thing. They played a well of a ball game in the first half, and they just got to stop Manhattan here. First and 10 from the 32. Back to pass, a little pass out in the flat. Caught. Going to be a first down and more. Got it out to the 45, so. Nice. It just was another little slant route that they threw and picked up the yardage. And no, again, I don't know that I've seen Manhattan hardly have a penalty. No, I don't think they have had a penalty. I haven't, I haven't seen the flag thrown against the blue helmet, so that just tells you they're playing a whole lot more discipline. You've got to give them credit for that. Derby's showing blitz from the left side. Give us to the running back. He'll move forward close to midfield. Gets to the 47 Picked up two, maybe two and a half on first down. Yeah, I've been trying to look over on the sideline and see where, where Braxton Clark might be. I don't it's, see it's hard to see the trainer table or anything yeah. else from our vantage point. There's too many, too many kids over there, and we're too far away. Second about so seven and a half. Short eight. Sharts on a keeper. Takes it right up the middle. Oh, be careful. They stopped him after about a two-yard gain. The reason I said be careful is because our linebacker picked him up like he was going to sue Flame, and that would have been a penalty. Well, it was Lim Wash, and it was a vicious tackle by Lim for uh, very little yardage. Going to be third and five. Yeah, I was just afraid because he, he's been called for that before. 16-14, 5.30 to go. Manhattan on the move. Third down at midfield. Back to pass, just a quick pass over the middle. Picked off, Picked off. Picked Panthers off by the Panthers. It. On a tip drill, looked like Ethan Splain got the tip. And, well, that's what you work on in practice, still tip drill. That turnover turned up big for the Panthers. Well, and that, you know, the Panthers need to take advantage of this. I, and, and again, I'm looking for Braxton Clark, and I do not see him. Yeah, and that, that hurts because, you know, if, again, Splain's going both ways at this point. And again, Nate, Splain never took a snap. JV, varsity action, anything this year. If, if that's. Uh, if that's the case, then we need to run some wildcat or something. And Splain is still the guy. No, I don't. I'm not sure. This this is, I mean, this is kill Dylan Edwards. Yeah, this is kill Dylan Edwards. That time they hit Splain. He lost four. Panthers haven't had a plus, haven't had hardly a plus gain since... Well, well Splain didn't time. get the ball very well. I mean, it was kind of he kind of bobbled it, and they didn't have any real choices but to try and take it upfield. He loses yardage. So, yeah, here in the second half, Panthers have uh, had negative yardage. There's no doubt about it. They they haven't. You know, now it's it's second. This is getting to be a broken record. It's second and fifteen, four forty to go. Panthers <laughs> by a miracle lead sixteen fourteen. They're at their third-string quarterback. And they pitch it to Edwards. He's going to pick up about eight. 
on second down, so it's going to be probably uh, third down and six. Well, that was just a Dylan Edwards, I need to pick up yardage play, and Dylan's able to pick up yardage. We got a Panther down, and I don't know if that's it's Dylan. Dylan Edwards. And that's Dylan that seems to be down now because... That'll bring in uh, Hubbard. He's coming off on his own power, but, uh, yeah, that's another guy that you can ill afford to have out of the ball game. Third and five. That's pretty good. That was a good plus run by Edwards. I think he picked up nine. That's. I, I'm going to bet Dylan Edwards is back in the game fairly quickly. We'll see. Well, if we don't get a first down, he may not be. It's third and five. The score remains 16-14 with 3.50 left. Pitch to Hubbard, and he's going to get thrown for a, There's a late flag. It might be, well, I'm not going to say. I was going to say it might be a horse collar or. Uh, well, the, the pitch wasn't a good pitch. It, it was very low. Hubbard was trying to pick it up, and, you know, and. Uh, it just ill, ill, ill designed. That's what I thought. Let's see what kind mask. of face mask it is. Yep. That's kind of I what I thought. I think it's going to be the, the, the uh, let's I, see. Now, nah, five yarder. Oh, my goodness. Please. It's still third down and two. I haven't seen one of those all year. If it's been face mask, it's been 15. In fact, I haven't seen one in several years. So we're at third down and two. I think everybody here expects Dylan Edwards to get yeah, the football. He's going to get the ball. First down. Just a hard run by Dylan Edwards. He's slowly getting up. Well, we knew Dylan was banged up before this ball game. We'd been told that he was banged up a little bit last week. And boy, this kid is a—he's uh, a warrior, though. He's going to give you every bit of his effort on every play. Well, both teams are battling. Both teams battling hard. Oh, there's penalty for Derby. What? Why not? Well, I, I think that was on probably our center Doyle because. We had a ton of guys moving on the play. It wasn't just one, including Dylan Edwards and half the left side of the offensive line moves, so our center just didn't snap the ball. Gee, many Christmas. We, we've got to be setting some kind of team record for penalties tonight. Yeah, that was that one was obvious. So that, that makes it first and 15, which back to pass, Splain. I don't know whether they yeah, hit the ground first. We had a guy wide open. Well, again, you're, you're down to your third is, quarterback. And again, yeah. this kid has not uh, seen any action this year at quarterback. And you talk about that cadence. You know, now you got your third guy giving a different cadence. So, yeah. you know, tough, tough situation for That's the Panthers. That's Blade's first pass all year, I'm sure. So, you, you know. It, just the way it is, I'm sure if he'd have had a little bit, a few reps behind him, he'd have hit that guy. But it came close to being caught anyway. 16-14. Splain picks up the five yards that uh, we lost on the, on the penalty. So it's going to be third and 10 on the 49. 16-14 still. 
Well, I know Splain's a good athlete. Obviously, he's one of our starting safeties. But you know what a position you put the young man in when you know he just hasn't. Had, he you know he doesn't have confidence throwing a football. He probably got a few reps in practice this week uh, out of necessity. But uh, having Clark out of the ball game takes away a lot of the passing game. I don't know. It looks like Brown's coming in. He's he's been hurt for the last four or five games. This is his first action in a month. Edwards gets to the outside. He's not going to get. Uh, he's he's going to get run out of bounds. Fourth down and ten. Yeah, and unfortunately, the dynamics of the game change so much when you're down to your your third quarterback. Uh, it just uh, it, it really makes it a tough hill to climb. Yeah, you, you'll never know what would have happened if Zerger wouldn't have broke his ankle. But you know, he did. That's football. And for some reason, Clark's not in the game. We don't know. That's football. And uh, you just go with what you got, I guess. <laughs> and a nice high punt. Going to be taken fair catch at about the 18. So that's where the Indians will have it. Panthers lead still 16-14. And, you know, in a game that's really, I mean, Manhattan's just, I mean, they're taking advantage of everything. They're, well, and again, you're playing, uh, you know, lots of penalties against the Panthers and, you know, quarterback situations not helping when you're down to your third guy. No, when you're down to a sophomore that hadn't had a snap all year, that, that makes it kind of tough. 12 left in the third period. And it looks like Manhattan. There, there's a fault. Wow, that's the first penalty on Manhattan. I think maybe the second. It's going to be first, still first and fifteen. We'll see. The Panther defense needs to make something oh, happen. Yeah, it'd be here. nice. Like I said, a pick for six here, and that'd be really nice. Yeah, pick something. Just make something happen. They give it straight ahead to Acklin. He's going to push the pile. You know, he was hit. They pushed the pile another three yards. I mean, that's the way it is today. The officials don't stop it. They push. And he's going to pick up five, which is a hard run by Acklin or Eklund. And I guess his lineman just pushed him from behind, so it's going to be second and uh, just under 10. Again, Manhattan shows a shift, makes it strong side to their left, and they give it to Eklund on the left. And he's going to get a first down. Well, unfortunately, Panthers had him. It looked like for a big loss, Eklund just makes a nice play to get outside, hurdled one of our Panther guys, and picks up a first down. About minute 25 left here in the third quarter, and Doyle, it's uh, it's really been all Manhattan. The, yeah, the it's uh, been. Panther offense is uh, negative yards here in the second half. Well, it's been all Manhattan second half. You know, when our quarterback went down that's that's when our problem well not all our problems but some of our problems started then again Eklund touchdown touchdown Manhattan touchdown. 
they, were, they took longer to call it than I did. He, he, he broke it open at the line of scrimmage, and that's all she wrote. And uh, you look around, no, no flags on the play. No, no flags. Uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a, it's just a first time that uh, they've really broken this Panther defense tonight. Found the space on the right side of his line, spread it to the end zone, and the Indians are back in front, 20 to 16, extra point pending. Yeah, the Indians have just now got in front. Panthers have been ahead the whole game, and, uh, but, you know, We've, we've got to have some offense. I mean, our defense can't can't be expected to to take care of everything. And we've got right now we've got no offense. Extra point attempt. And it's good. So it's now 21 to 16. Uh, Panthers again. They're behind for the first time tonight. But you know the again. Uh, well, if you coach Clark now, you got to get real creative. Again, you know, you hate to keep beating that uh, drum, but, uh, you know, when you're down to your third guy, I mean, it, it makes it tough. And, you know, your offense is trying to count on Dylan Edwards. You don't have Braxton Clark throwing the football for you now. So, you know, you gotta you got to hope that uh, Splain can pull something out and make something happen. Or, you know, I don't know. It, it just makes it very tough. I know Dylan Edwards didn't practice much this week at all. I, I, you know, you talked about, you know, maybe putting him in Wildcat, doing different things with him, but Dylan's been shooken up. So, uh, you know, you, you got to feel for a coach in this, in this yeah, well, you know, situation. It's, uh, again, you know, it, coaches, they, they've been through a whole lot of issues with injuries all year long, and the injuries are coming back to bite us again tonight. So... Among other things. <laughs> Penalties and injuries, you bet. They're going to kick that down to Hubbard at about the 21. He gets out to about the 30. I don't see any flags, so I guess that's where we'll start. Yeah, that time Hubbard was trying to get the ball back to midfield to get it behind the wedge, and uh, Manhattan did a pretty good job uh, closing the gap. Oh, we may have a freshman quarterback in the ball game yeah, we've now. Got, yeah, we've so now a, we're down to a freshman quarterback. Now we're down to somebody else, I guess. At least he's got some reps at quarterback. He went the wrong way and just got drilled. Five-yard loss. Well, again, you're going back into a situation that you're very uncomfortable. I'm not. Yeah, and it, it back in comes Splain. I think they were trying to see if the freshman had any anything to give us a spark. And, you know, that's a really, really tough situation to put the freshman in. Doyle, I think he had maybe had one or two snaps late in the last ball game. But short of that, he's not had any snaps and really very few in JV. Well... Again, Panthers quarterback situation is just killing them. It's just absolutely, that and penalties is just killing them. Manhattan's not even worried about anything. They're chasing down number two. Picks up five. That was all on him. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you not just find two and we'll take care of him? 
Yeah, and I can scan. We, we have no idea what's going on with Braxton Clark. We know he was knocked out of the ball game on a completed pass, and uh, I didn't turn around to see what happened, but uh, Clark was definitely out of the ball game. Well, that ends the third quarter. Panthers now trail 21-16. They have the football. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Since 1985, d Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Burton and Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that DNB Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or they can be reached at 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tender Care offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Now we're back, and the Panthers just... Ran a play, and they must have started the quarter before uh, the timeout was over. But anyway, it's fourth down. Panthers lost two more yards on the play. They got a punt now. They trail 21-16, and we just have had nothing since about late in the second quarter. We have done nothing offensively. Punt's up in the air. It's going to be a short one. Fair catch called for. 40-yard line is where Manhattan's going to take it. They, again, they lead 21-16, and, uh, you know, the Panthers, are, they, they got their backs against the wall right now. Well, you a lot do. of time left. You do, and, and as we said, injuries are part of the game, and you know, but we, we've definitely been hit by it this year, and, you know, the, the quarterback situation is the most brutal. I mean, you know, that's not a position that, you know, if uh, Dylan Edwards goes down, it's a huge loss, but you got Derek Hubbard, you got other guys. When, you, when you're down to your third-string quarterback, Things are tough. Yeah, and he's play, He's your starting safety on top of that, so he's playing both ways. And again, on, on a keeper. And he charges his way down in, into Panther territory to the 48. Yeah, Panthers now, missed two or three tackles on that run. Well, now Manhattan, I mean, they're rolling. I mean, all the momentum's on their side, and it has been here since the since the half. And, uh, you know, if you're the Panthers, you got to keep fighting. You're still in this ballgame and turn over anything. There are a lot of things can happen, and there's still a lot, uh, a lot of football left. Yes, there's 11 minutes left. Panthers trail by five, but, again, there's there's time left. They've been a very effective coach's son, Keenan Schartz. Running quarterback duties. Now he's he's playing with the clock, which is another smart thing to do. That's why you're a coach's son. And they give it on a to the tailback. He gets hit and driven to the ground by it looked like Shelton. For a bit of a loss on the play. Second down and oh, about eleven. 
back to the 49 yard line. You ever have a chance? That linebacker crew for Durham. Well, I'm being told now that it sounds like Braxton Clark's in the locker room. Oh. So we'll we'll see, and you know, again, it was hard for us to tell on the play what's going on. We just know that we're down to uh, Splain as our as our quarterback. He had a great athlete, just he just hadn't had many snaps at quarterback. Second eleven, Sharts on a keeper. Now he pitches it out in the flat. Balls on the ground. Ground. I don't know who's maybe he's. I Panthers think, I think like Panthers have it. the football. At least we're celebrating like we do. Manhattan's bringing out their defense, so Panthers have the turnover. Doyle, again, there's a lot of football left here. You just, you know, if you're playing, be the hero here, guy. And again, Dylan Edwards in the backfield. Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah, he can. Manhattan could have four or five guys miss him, and he's gone. You know. There's plenty of time. 21-16, 9.50 left. It's like Splain, and I guess that's Edwards. I can't pick out a number for sure. Edwards on a Wildcat formation. That's probably what they should have done. I mean, he just picked up seven or eight yards. Oh, Doyle, you're in a pit, pit position now. You put Edwards at Wildcat. You leave uh, Hubbard in the backfield with him. At least you got two weapons back there. You have something that might happen. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're running Edwards at the in the Wildcat, and at least the last play. And Hubbard is in the backfield with him. So it's going to be second and four. Why not? Put your best athlete on the field. We've got to move up a little bit closer, I think. I don't know if the center will get there. He got it back to him. Edwards, first down. He found him a little crease. Got down inside the 50 to about the 47. You know, that gives you a little different dynamic. I mean, with Edwards back there, and, you know, and Hubbard, as we know, Hubbard's got speed as well. So, you know, nice call by Coach Clark in that situation. The only thing that changes is you probably figure if you're Manhattan, you're really going to crowd the box now. And they give it to Hubbard. And he's going to pick up two or three. <laughs> wow. Again, with, with those two in the backfield, anything can happen, Doyle, and that's the, that's the game of football. Yeah. Well, you know we're not going to pass it, so they can still they can still pack the box with all 11. At least I don't think we're going to pass it. Here goes Edwards. Made a good move outside, and he picked nothing. It's going to be third down and eight. Well, well you know, Coach, Coach Clark talking to, to look like Hubbard out there, and I'm sure he's talking about being out there to block and, and what you have to do. So third and eight. Well, again, you never know with Dylan Edwards. He's one of those different kind of athletes that, uh, you know, maybe he can throw the football. Well, he's definitely an athlete. There's no doubt about that. Well, we're bringing in a, a tight end, so I'm thinking maybe a tight end to block Brown. And he's going to pick up one yard. Yeah, you got to figure this is four down territory for the oh, it's Panthers. it's got to be with 7.50 to go. 
You know, I go back to Dylan Edwards being a heck of an athlete. I heard last night that he's even picked up the sport of uh, wanting to go duck hunting, and he's been out hitting clay targets. And and, uh, the guy that told me says, man, you know what? He's an athlete. He can do that, too. So, you know, who knows what Dylan can do? Well, we need a first down here to sustain this drive because it's fourth and six. And right now we haven't had we haven't had a big gain in a long time. Edwards fumbled the ball. Now he's running backwards. Gonna get run out of bounds inside a Panther territory. So a loss. Hey, I, I we'll see what the call is over on the sideline. But there's a flag. I don't know if it's gonna be on Derby or a late hit. If it's a late hit, it should be a first down. But the Derby sideline was pretty uh, pretty boisterous over there, too, so let's see what the call is. You know, I would, uh, I, I'm really not – wouldn't be surprised if maybe it wouldn't be on us. <laughs> let's see. Personal foul on – So that should be a first down for the Panthers. Again, you get the ball back in Dylan's Edwards' hands four more times, Doyle. No, I don't is – it, is it really a first down? 7-13 left in the ball game. Is it really a first down? It absolutely. Personal foul is. The only, only reason I said that is because <laughs> – Right. Because they had more than 15 to go. And I think – I mean, they're they're – they're talking like it's first down. They got the chains moved down to the 35. Fourth down and long. Fourth down and six. But nobody's see, moving. Yeah, that you're way. right. They've got quite a huddle going on and trying to figure out what uh, what's going on here. Nobody's moving. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was not a first down Panthers. Yep. Down to the 35. Looks like it's going to be first and 10. So a, a break for, I mean, you got to call it what it is, a break for the Panthers. Wow, again, Dylan Edwards, you got to like, uh, you know, it's, just, it's a crazy game. You still got to like your chances. Seven minutes, just over seven minutes to go. 13 to go. Derby down five, 21 to 16. Just converted a fourth down. Thanks to a penalty, a painful penalty on the Manhattan Indians. Here's Edwards, back in the 40. Going to have a reverse. They'll give it a reverse to Taylor Neal, and he's going to lose five. Nothing nothing has worked for the Panthers. And, and the reason why it hasn't worked is because Manhattan is not playing pass. They know we're not going to well, throw. Well, the timing so on that was everybody. awful. I mean, they, maybe not a horrible call, but the, the timing was awful. If Manhattan had really been on the ball, they could have picked that uh, that uh, that pitch off. Well, I'm just, I'm just going, you know. And Panthers lose yards. That, but, but Manhattan is still, you know, they're still blowing, they're still blowing us up. Uh, they, well, again, you're right, because you don't have to worry about the pass. I mean, they got token guys out here on our receivers, but. Panthers trying to pull one out of the hat here. Here's Edwards going to keep it. 40 yard line. Still on the speed. Wrapped up, brought down. He's running hard. He's giving it everything he's got. I mean, he's battling, but, you know, it's. Yeah, just an extremely tough situation here for Dylan that he's uh, been thrust into here. It's just, we're. we're we're in such a bad way right now offensively in terms of what we can do. And uh, 
you know, the, the kids are battling. It's just it's, it's <laughs> going to be 14 yards on third down and 14. They trail 21-16. Again, Edwards. He's going to throw it. Throw. Oh, oh, my gosh. Had a wide-open receiver in Colton Rudy, Rudy and couldn't hit him. Well, you know, and, and they, did, they tried it. Yeah, there, no, they tried it. Dylan, uh, you know, he did his best. He just didn't didn't hit his receiver. But I don't know that, uh, you know, when the last time Dylan's had to throw a uh, – Football's been probably never, probably never thrown a pass, and uh, I mean he was wide open. If he'd have hit him, he'd have scored. There wasn't anybody within. Panthers are going to use one of their timeouts. Timeout with 6:14 to go. Panthers trail 21-16. Well, we got a well, we got a minute. Let's give a shout out to our game night sponsors: the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library. Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, El Magai Mexican Restaurant, and Derby Overhead. As we always say, if you go into these places of business, tell them you heard their ad on Panther football on Friday night. Well, Doyle, 6-14 left in the ball game. It's fourth down. This is a crucial fourth down, and I know Coach Clark. We talk about getting into that bag of tricks. You got to dig deep on it right now. And again, if you're Manhattan, you, you, you're sitting there selling out on the run. Something fierce right now. Looks well, I, like Peyton Splain's coming back into the ball game. I thought he had. Uh, I thought he had gotten into that bag of tricks when Dylan threw that that football because we had what two guys that were. But again, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's Dylan. Explains well, back. Explains back. back in the ball game. So you got to figure we're in a passing situation. Fourth down. Back to pass. Edwards is blocking. Explains going to be tackled. He coughed up the ball too. Let's see what the call is. They're going to well, say he's down. That's all right. Which is we fortunate. got. They got worse field position when they recovered the fumble. So Manhattan's got the ball again with six minutes to go. Panthers offense just has nothing. They just are not. Oh well, they're 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 mar- evidently they marked him down. Yeah, they did. Uh, here they marked the, him down. Uh, 44. You know, Dooley, And here's the thing: if you're Manhattan now, what are you going to go to? Running game, eat up the clock, do what you can here, and you don't want to get too fancy because you don't want to give Derby a chance to pick one off or do anything uh, that could hurt you. Zerger broke his leg. Starter was Braxton Clark. Again, we've we've got to we've got to emphasize Panthers haven't had a quarterback for quite some time. They've been ad libbing, so to speak, and they're still only behind by five. So there's plenty of time left. Straight ahead goes the quarterback, and he gets knocked down after. Uh, guess a what? Start Manhattan's going to get called for illegal procedure. <laughs> Quarterbacks over asking him what the deal was, but I don't know. <laughs> It's five yards, so it's going to be first and 15. Well, again, very few penalties against Manhattan tonight. They played a very clean game, and really the story of the night's, uh, you know, been the penalties against Derby and, and our starting quarterback going down. Yeah, right. And Manhattan, again, they're they're taking 100% advantage of that. I mean, they're, they're not even playing a pass. They, they are playing a total run. I think they might, yeah. They're putting three or four more seconds back up because 
you know, there wasn't any time off, shouldn't have been any time off the clock with the false start. Panthers trail 21-16. They were ahead 16-7. They were ahead 13-0 at one point, and then uh, things kind of went falling off the edge for them. But they're battling. Again, straight ahead. Eklund. Uh-oh. Eklund. Everybody on the Panther defense missed him that time. Well, we're, we're starting to get frustrated now, and, and you, you don't want to let emotions get into this thing. Manhattan, and I think I, Manhattan's got a guy That's down a in late, a flag. flag. I don't know who. I don't, I, I don't think it could be on Derby. There wasn't anyone around but Manhattan guys when he threw the flag. Very late flag, and, and Eklund made a heck of a run. He oh, an incredible run. Two or three guys, maybe four. He, he should have been stopped for a yard or two gain. He ends up getting all the way down to the Panther 34-yard line. We don't know what the penalty is. Uh, it was a very late flag. Well, again, it looked like uh, all that was around there was Manhattan. Personal foul on wow. us. Uh, why, why does that not surprise me? <laughs> there wasn't any Panthers around. It, but they must have said something, you think? Yeah, they were a long ways away from the play when it happened, so I, I'm not sure. Well, there wasn't, they were all over the huddle over there. But it's going to be 15 yards on us going on top of that 20-yard run. So. And Derby, before tonight began, a total of 32 teams remain in the Kansas High School football playoffs. That's four teams across This is unbelievable. Well, Doyle, I know in the first half the Panthers had 200 yards of offense, and I'm telling you, we've been penalized, I, I believe, way more than 200 yards. Well, we've been penalized a few yards. Again, that one, uh, towards the end, you could tell there was a lot of emotions flying on the Panthers, but they were long away, but you're right. It, it may have been something that was said. and had to be something said because they, it couldn't have been anything physical because there's nobody over there. They're all the way down to the Panther 19-yard line. Goes Manhattan. And it looks like Sharks is going to score. Yep. That's his best run of the night. Well, Doyle, what you're seeing now is just the, you know, like I said, the, the wind came out of the cell of the Panthers when Clark went down, and uh, you don't want to ever say that, but uh, that's really what we're seeing right now. Yeah, Manhattan's having their way, but uh, again, you know, you hate you hate to keep beating a dead horse, but penalties and 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 our quarterback. I mean, we just haven't had a quarterback. We haven't had any offense. You got you got to tell the truth, I guess. Well, when Clark went down, the whole game changed. Yeah. I mean, there was no question. Well, yeah, you put a sophomore in that, that hadn't even taken a snap all year. That's good. So 28-16 with 5:20 to go. Uh, you know, Manhattan's pretty sure of themselves right now uh, with a 12-point lead and five minutes to go. So, you know, it's it, Panthers still have plenty of time. They can hopefully put something together. Well, again, it's going to force Coach Clark to take clear to the bottom of that bag of tricks at this point. And, you know, it's, uh, again, Manhattan's been, been able to sell out on us since Clark went down, yeah. and you're just playing the run. And uh, it's Dylan all, Edwards trying to do everything he can, but you can't ask him to be a miracle man here. Yeah, it, it's all went Manhattan's way since we lost our quarterback. And, uh, uh, 
I mean, Panthers had the game under control, then all of a sudden that happens, and even, even with all the penalties, yeah, they, you're right. they, were, they had the game under control. But when our quarterback went down, Manhattan did what they were supposed to do. They started concentrating on oh, absolutely on the running game, not worrying about the passing game, and and it's paid off for them. And the Panther defense is just, you know, I don't know. They they they, they maybe they're getting tired. I I don't know. Here we'll probably see a pooch kick again. Yep. Taken on the 20. Hubbard, he gets hit hard at the 30. So Panthers could have the ball there. I don't know what they're going to – don't know how they're going to go here. Again, I don't know whether we'll see Splane at quarterback or you'll see Dylan Edwards back at the, in the Wildcat position. But uh, tough, tough road to climb, tough hill to climb here if you're the Panthers and you don't have your quarterback. Well, like I said, Manhattan's putting guys, token guys out there on on our receivers, but they know they're not going to throw, so they're they're selling. They've sold out on the run. Well, I think we're like back gonna, to the Wildcat. Going to try Wildcat again. Had another wide open receiver. Well, you know, again, you give Coach Clark a ton of credit and Dylan Edwards for trying because if he's able to make that throw, you know, it, it, it's going to be big yardage and instead it's just barely out of the reach of our receiver's hands. Well, you got, yeah, you got to like what he tried. You got to try, you got to, you got to dig into the bag of tricks. Uh, Coach Clark, those guys are smart. They're veterans. They're over there. They know what Manhattan's doing. And, but you're, you're asking Dylan to, to do things that he's not used to doing. Now yeah, we moved. Penalty on us, naturally. Well, again, Duel, you're back to now. You're doing, you know, how many different cadences have we heard this tonight? I mean, we've, we've gone into to what now our four. I mean, really, he's our, our third quarterback, fourth quarterback we've seen tonight. So it's just kind of a, it's a rough situation. Yeah. And again, they weren't really used to Braxton Clark. Uh and now and he's bringing Splane, now they, and then you bring in the freshman for a play. Got, and now we got Edwards, so so you know the cadence is off. Everything's everything's discombobulated for Derby right now. Edwards makes a guy miss, makes a nice spin move, gets to the outside, first down, <laughs> out past the 45-yard line. Well, you saw a little bit of what Dylan Edwards is made of in there. And, Doyle, you know, if you're Notre Dame right now, you're, and you already knew this about the young man, but you're looking at it and you're going, man, we got a warrior on our hands because this kid is not giving up. Five minutes left. Panthers trail 28-16. We're in the fourth quarter. Again, if you're just joining us, we lost two quarterbacks tonight. They pitched it out to Hubbard. Hubbard gets a big gain. He's going to, if he got one guy to beat, he gets down at about the five-yard line. I don't see any flags laying anywhere on the field, so just a nice pitch out to Derek Hubbard, and he takes it uh, deep into Manhattan territory. It's on the five-yard line with 4.30 to go. Panthers are like I said, they're in there battling. All they need is a little little bit of something to happen. Now we got a timeout or at least a play stoppage. 
Manhattan looks like Manhattan might want to call timeout here. Well, they, they need to put, if they're going to put seconds up. back on for Manhattan, they need to put seconds back on for Derby. Because there was 439. Unless it's a substitute, some kind of substitution violation. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Got to get the playoff, guys. Edwards, touchdown. All of a sudden, things are crazy back here again. It's 22-28 Manhattan now, so, you know, we, we're still in it. Well, keep in mind now, again, we've got a different holder because Clark's been our holder all year. So uh, different holder, different situation. We have all important extra point here. And it's good. So with 420 left, Panthers 23, Manhattan 28. So you got to give the kids credit for that. I mean, they're, they're battling. Well, you, you sit there, you, you, you got to think with Coach Clark, what do you do here? I mean, you kick, kick it away and hope your defense can uh, get the ball back, or do you try something a little tricky, hoping, hoping you get an onside kick or a pooch kick recovery? Well, Derby's making it interesting, that's for sure. Well, really led, to, again, by, uh, you know, a really nice run that time by Derek Hubbard. And, uh, you know, give Dylan Edwards a ton of credit. He's thrown a couple of passes when, uh, you know, Manhattan's packing the box very hard on us. And, you know, Dylan Edwards is who Dylan Edwards is. Yeah, that was a good run by Hubbard to set that up. Back and to Edwards went in. It's some kind of ball game right now. Again, it'll be interesting to see what Coach Clark pulls out here. I, I'm not 100% sure he's talking to his kicker right now. and He's telling him a secret. Yeah, and if you're Manhattan, you got to be prepared for about anything. You know, they're not, they're not stupid. You ought to be preparing for an onside kick, but they're not. They're set up like normal normal kick return. It's going to be well, they're, they're, they're middle line now scooting up. I think they're they're ready for something. Well, really, Jessup hadn't kicked the ball very deep tonight. He, he, he's, he just hadn't kicked the ball deep. So they're probably just figuring he's going to kick it. Yep. 15. And he gets hit at about the 25, and that's where Manhattan will have it. So, again, there's 4.15 left. We have two timeouts, and Manhattan has the ball. Panthers need to get the ball back somehow. And uh, Well, and if you're Derby, I mean, your defense has to step back up. They, they got, got soft on a couple of plays. Now you're asking them, hey, put this thing back where we can get the ball back in our hands. And, you know, you need a big play here. You need a turnover. You need somebody to step up. First and 10. From the 27. Sharts gets to the outside. Still on his feet. Makes a guy miss. And I thought he stepped out of bounds, but evidently he didn't. He picked up four or five. Yeah, I thought he was as well, but uh, they're going to give him filled a pretty good uh, spot. Derby's got a guy. Uh, One of our linebackers is on. He, yeah, and I and, concussed. And, yeah, that's what I would say. That just judged by uh, how he was moving around, uh, 
looks like Garrett Hounschel, and uh, you know players were immediately calling for some help for him. One, one of our outside backers, yeah, he 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 couldn't stand up. So, I mean, I think we're pretty safe to say he's concussed. I I thought, and and evidently I was wrong. I thought he might have stepped out there at about the 30, and uh, but credit him, he kept going. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought maybe he was out of bounds, but uh, you know that yet another Derby football player goes down in this yeah. game, and it's uh, he can join the other 25. Yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> inj- injury bug has uh, definitely hit the Panthers hard this season. Yeah, I've uh, we've been doing this a long time, and I I can't remember this many injuries ever that we've had this year. Well, I, we 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 speak with Coach Clark every week, and it's just been every every time we see him, he's like, "I got another guy down in a lot of season-ending injuries. We've had several guys with torn ACLs. We, you know, tonight's the first night I've seen so many concussions. We yet to know what's wrong with Braxton Clark. We were told he was taken to the locker room after his uh, injury. So, uh, you know, you just you you always you never want to see injuries on either team. No, you don't. You want you want a clean game, and nobody gets hurt. Regardless what team it is, nobody gets hurt. But there's been a few people. I think Manhattan's had a couple go out, and Derby's had a couple three go out. So I guess that rule's not enforced here. But you just—I mean, I hate to see it. You just don't want the—you don't want the injuries. Well, and again, very physical game tonight here. I mean, both teams—we've seen some pretty uh, pretty big blows in this ball game. Four minutes left. Panthers trail by five. Second and two for Manhattan. And, and of course, Sharks is just playing the playing the the clock game now, which is not that's what he should do. Well, they called a timeout. I don't. Well, you know, and I was I was kind of laughing because Sharks was turning around trying to look at the at the play clock, and there's one on the other side of the end zone too that he can see. We're being told they're going to add some time. Well, to that the, way he uh, can clock. let the 25 second clock run uh, run down again. <laughs> That's exactly. I'll bet that's what's going to happen. They'll they'll start the clock, and uh, you'll be able to. Yeah, they go back go back to huddling up and. Yeah, that, that, let's see if that isn't what happened. He just lets that run down. And Sharts again on a keeper. He gets to the outside. And he's going to pick up a first down out past the 40 to about the 41. That's a a big first down play for uh, Manhattan. Panthers still have a couple of timeouts left. But again, if you're Manhattan, you're quite content keeping the ball on the ground. You're not going to do anything fancy taking any chances of turning the ball over. No, this, this is going to be smart play by... By Manhattan. You know, you think First the Panthers are going to start trying to strip the ball? They're going to do anything they can here. Going to pick up a couple on first down. 
Boy, that, that's a pretty generous spot. Either that or the box has been drink. Yeah, there he moves it back. <laughs> the box had an extra two yards on that. Well, they're going to utilize. I mean, Sharks is going to utilize every second of this uh, play clock that he can. Second and eight. Three minutes left. Again, Panthers trail by five. 28, 23. I'm sitting there laughing because Sharks keeps looking at the clock behind his back, and there's one right in front of him. And they hand it off. Panthers are, you know, they're, 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 he's getting extra yards because Panthers are trying to strip the ball. So it's third down, and this is four down territories, I, I would guess, for Manhattan. Well, Doyle Gardner Edgerton now uh, is a final 56 to 7. So Gardner Edgerton's going to uh, obviously move on. I, I, just, just from what I've been able to, to gather from. That other side of the bracket, it's not near as tough as this side. And I may be wrong. I may be proven wrong, but uh, uh, they've had too many of their one one and two. Their early seeds getting knocked out in early rounds. Well, and we were told, uh, I think it was about week three or four from one of the old Gardner Edgerton coaches. He goes, watch out for those guys because they're big, they're physical, and they're uh, they're starting to get the uh, the ball rolling. Well, they're, do- they're, they're nine and three now, and they're going to be playing on Saturday, the winner of this game. Right now, Manhattan's in the driver's seat. They're ahead by five with the ball. 28-23. And Panthers have one timeout left. And, it, you know, you got you got to hope maybe for a turnover here or something, you know. And you, got, you know Manhattan right now is talking about that, hanging on to the football. Yeah, hang, take care of the football, fellas. I'm sure that's what they're being told. And the Panthers need to to tackle him, not worry about grabbing the football. Just quick pass to the outside, first down. And he's going to get inside the Panthers 45 to about the 43. Yeah, that was uh, that's probably a backbreaker. I mean, you know, yeah, the, you so pick up another Panthers first down to, there. I believe Derby has one timeout left with 235 left in the ballgame. What, what the Panthers have to do now is, is the defense has to create some kind of a turnover. A fumble something. Going to be first and 10 from the 42 or 3 yard line of Derby. They'll run the ball. I don't even think Sharts, he may pass it or hand it off. But, and he did. He handed it off to uh, his tailback. But I think that was Sanchez. Second down. Yeah, you just you, you got to force some kind of turnover here. And so he said, Manhattan, this is a uh, smart bunch of kids. Quarterback son, uh, you know, they've talked this uh, situation over numerous times. It's just hang on to the football and let this clock run. Well, we're, we're getting real close to just, I mean, we only have one timeout left. There's two minutes left. And that, that first down there hurt the Panthers big time. Second down, seven. Ball to 40. Back moves. Straight ahead goes Sharts. He's going to be short of the first down. I think the Panthers are going to call a timeout. That's their last timeout with a minute 40 to go. 
I mean, if you're if you're a Manhattan fan, you're looking, you know, you're thinking pretty good right now. Well, it's uh, you're right. It's third and very short here, and you know we've got uh, 141 left in the ball game. And, and again, I, you know, if you've been listening to this ball game all night, the key really was, you know, Braxton Clark was throwing the ball pretty well. They were keying hard on Dylan Edwards, but when Clark went down, it uh, it, it things went downhill for the Panthers in a hurry. Yeah, uh, but you know both teams are battling. You got to give both teams credit for sure. Uh, uh, the Panthers, that uh, you know, they're they're going to look back at this and and they're going to yeah we had a couple quarterbacks go down, but we also had thirty thousand penalties. You know, and I'm exaggerating about the 30,000 but maybe 20. Well, you you figure you came out after the half and uh, Panthers, you know, they got the football and we went negative, negative, negative penalty, penalty and, you know, next thing you know, Manhattan uh, picked off a pass and they're they're in the end zone so uh, from there things started rolling downhill. Yeah, Panthers are, but again, they're battling. They're, they're, they haven't, they haven't give up, given up at all. They trail 20, 28-23. This could be a big play for Derby. The Panthers are back in the box pretty hard right now. They don't have any timeouts left. Panthers are showing blitz. They give it to the tailback, and he gets nowhere. Oh, he's going to get a first down. Oh, I thought somebody said the ball was on the ground, but it looks like he's fell. And he did. He, he fell, fell forward, forward enough to, well, he just kept his feet moving. That's that's really going to wrap up the ball yeah, game. That, that's ball game right there, as much as I hate to say it. Manhattan's going to go on next week. Uh, Panthers are going to finish their season at 9-3. and three And, you know, you, you have you have to sit here and you have to wonder, what if? You know, what, what if we don't lose our quarterback? You know, what if? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's part of the game, too. So, yeah. you know. You know, Panthers, uh, Panthers have played hard. Manhattan's played hard. Congratulations to Manhattan. They can represent this side of the bracket and, and uh, bring home a state championship maybe for the first time in a long time for them. Yeah, man, and just going to the victory uh, formation. Uh, clock's going to be at about one minute here, so they may have to do actually run two plays here. But uh, yeah, it's a foregone conclusion because uh, Derby can't stop the yeah, cannot but, stop the clock. And again, you know, congratulations to Manhattan. They they played a, a ball game good enough to win. Uh, and you know, Panthers they they didn't give up. They they kept battling. They kept battling and. And it just wasn't meant to be tonight. No, no, no doubt. I mean, you know, your hearts go out to this team. Your hearts go out to Brock Zerger getting hurt last week, Braxton Clark this week. Uh, It's just your hearts go out to these kids. No way that uh, this is how a senior team wants to go out. It was another close game. And, and, you know, the good thing is we start out with Manhattan in the regular season next week, next year. So good, good deal, you know. Congratulations to the Manhattan Indians. But congratulations, too, to the Derby Panthers for uh, uh, getting as far and as deep in the playoffs as they have. And the kids have nothing to hang their heads on. I mean, a, a tremendous season for the Panthers this year. And, uh, you know, you don't win every one that you, that you play. And, you know, this is something the Panthers will take back and coaches will look at. And, uh, you know, as you said, we end up here next year, first game of the season, back in Manhattan. And, uh 
you know, just a hard-fought ball game. This is a good Manhattan football well, team. I know this is the first time the Panthers haven't been to the state finals in about eight years. And, and so, you know, they, they were getting to where they just knew us, you know, up there, uh, the guy in charge. But we won't be going this year. And, again, that's uh, – that's credit to Manhattan. Don't want to take anything away from the Manhattan Indians. They played a, a fine game. They deserve to win, and uh, they're going to go on. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look over on the far sideline, and I thought I might. He hadn't turned his back, but I thought I might see Braxton Clark. Might have been walking around out there fairly slow. Let's hope so. We hope that it's not a you know a real serious injury or anything like that to Braxton. Yeah, we, we hope it's not going to be serious, yes. A, a, a debilitating in, injury that might carry into the basketball or, you know, some kind of seat the next season. So hopefully it's something fairly minor. But uh, anyway, it, it's the season's over for our Panthers. And, again, these kids played a good – they had a good year. They played hard. Uh, they never gave up. And it just wasn't meant to be this year. Yeah, you know, you, your heart goes out to guys like Dylan Edwards that you won't ever see in a Panther uniform again and how much history he's set here, you know, as a senior and a running back. And, you know, we wish him the best at Notre Dame as he goes on in his career. We've got a lot of kids that are going to go on and continue to play football. A bunch of them are going to come back next year. And I do see Clark. He is, uh, he is out on the field and walking around, so that's a good sign. Yeah, it is. It is. He might have been concussed or something. Who, who would know? We, we don't know. We'll find out, but we won't tell anybody. <laughs> anyway, it's 28-23 here in Manhattan. Manhattan wins. They go to 12-0. And, and, again, they will, uh, they will go on to the state championship game. The Panthers uh, finish the season in three. And uh, this is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. This is Mark Winston, station manager for KDKQ, Alive 105. Are you a business owner? Are you looking for a new way to promote your product or service? Why not try the effective promotion power of radio? Christian Radio has some of the most loyal listeners, and they like to support area businesses that advertise on Christian Radio. Alive 105 is 100% local community radio with a positive message. We're here to support local business to help get the word out about your product and services. If you'd like to learn more about advertising on Alive 105 and about our underwriting opportunities for as low as $1.05 a day, ask for Mark at 681-1112. That's 681-1112. We look forward to hearing from you. Positively uplifting. Alive 105. Hey, it's 
Shawn Michaels, and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. This week, Stephen Curtis Chapman talks about his favorite album covers, Phillips Craig and Dean tells us why they do what they do, and we'll get inside the music with Michael W. Smith. Plus, I've got your classic request by phone or text, as always, at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this week for worship as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. And this weekend, I'm playing new music from Passion, Maverick City, Brandon Lake, Chris Tomlin, I Am They, and so much more. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with me, your host, Andy Chrisman. We go back to the 70s and 80s, contemporary Christian music, stuff you thought you'd never hear on the radio again on this station. I'm Lisa Scott, so we thought a good theme this week would be seasons, yeah, songs centered around the season. Uh, now, next hour, we'll play some Thanksgiving-type songs. I'm your host, Lisa Scott, and join us again next week on Streets of Gold. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me for the Keep the Faith Countdown to Christmas Marathon. We'll kick off the season with special stories from friends like Tim Tebow, Amy Grant, and Bob Goff. And then she would start moving it closer to the Christmas tree every day. And we would grab it and we would move it down the stairs. That's a life of anticipation. It's like, are we there yet? I hope you can join us for the Keep the Faith Countdown to Christmas Marathon. Thanksgiving Day from 10 to 10 on Alive 105. Back in Manhattan, where uh, Panthers go down to defeat 28-23, the Manhattan Indians. Manhattan will go on to the state finals, and Panthers' season ends at nine and three. Uh, uh, Kevin, I say they had a good season, and and again tonight uh, they played hard. They they played as hard as they could, and uh, you know Manhattan was just a little better. You know, got a, a lot of good memories from this season. I mean, you go back, and kids aren't going to be happy with the way things ended, no doubt, but there's a lot of good memories from, from this season, and these kids someday are going to realize that. They're not going to realize it for the next few days, and, you know, especially the seniors, but, uh, you know, a lot of highlight real things this year, a lot of a lot of adversity that you battle. And, you know, I talk to people all the time about what sports teaches you, teaches you how to battle back from adversity, and these kids, I mean, they, they, they battled this year they've had a lot of injuries a lot of things and that's part of life and yeah. it's it's getting back up and going at it again and again your heart goes out to you know i think of all the guys that have been hurt but you know particularly brock zerger going out last week and you know and i saw him last night and tough situation for him but if he decides to too he's capable of playing football at the next level yeah yeah he's uh it was just you know some tough and i don't <laughs> Tough breaks, I guess, that you can say that the Panthers had. But like you said, that that's what you learn. You know, they, that's what life's all about, tough breaks, and they've been fighting absur- adversely all year. Well, Doyle, let's go ahead and get into our game-ending uh, stats for tonight's ball game In the rushing department, Panthers 52 attempts, 184 yards for Manhattan, 35 rushing attempts, 252, and all that really came in the second half for Manhattan. Doyle Derby was held to just 3.5 yards per carry tonight. Manhattan bounced back to 7.2 yards. 
Yeah, they only had like 60, according to our stats, anyway, like 60 yards in the first half. So they, they ran the ball very well in the second half. Now, Panthers did a pretty good job of stopping this Manhattan passing attack tonight. Uh, Panthers were 18, 8 for 16 for 132 yards, did have one pick. Manhattan was 8 for 13 with a pick and just 58 yards. So Panthers did their job st stopping a lot of the, the uh, pass, but, uh, you know, late in the ball game, they did give up some yardage. Total yards for the Panthers tonight, 311 for Manhattan, 310. Yeah, very, very close, just as close as the score. The stats were just very close as well, at least as we have them. So, you know, it's, it's, it was a close game. It was a, it was a good game to watch. For the Panthers, individual stats tonight, Braxton Clark, 7 for 12, 132 yards. Doyle, this tells you that when Braxton went down, the passing game went down with him. Uh, we had uh, Dylan Edwards, 0 for 2 for 0 yards. Easton Splain, 1 for 2 for minus 5 yards. So, again, the passing game went uh, completely out of whack once uh, Braxton was out. Yeah, on the receiving end, Colt Rudy had two catches for 47. Nathan Keener, 1 for 28. Dylan Edwards, 2 for 24. Trayvon Rose, 1 for 14. And Talon Neal, 1 for 9. In the rushing department, Edwards was the workhorse. 34 touches on the ground tonight. Doyle, first time this season, I think he was held under 100 yards. Held to just 96 yards. Braxton Clark on eight touches had 60 yards. And Derek Hubbard, two touches for 44 yards. Doyle, again, a, a losing effort by the Panthers tonight. Uh, we hate looking at that uh, scoreboard tonight because it shows Manhattan 28, Derby 23. Yeah, that's, that, again, that's Panthers season's over. Manhattan, they're going to go on and win the 6A state championship. I, I feel it. I hope I don't jinx them. But I, I just feel our side of the bracket is, is a little bit tougher than the other side of the bracket. So good luck to Manhattan next week. And, uh, you know, the Panthers, they... Uh, their season ended, but they've, you know, it'll be two or three days, but they don't really have a whole lot to be ashamed of. They've been fighting adversity the whole season. This has been Panther Football on a live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. Thank you for listening.